internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show. The CombatJackShow.com. Yeah. Before we get into this business, let's get into this business. This episode of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by our great friends over at Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly, and sensitive skin. Go check out GetBevel.com today. Use code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Yeah. Listen. Combat. Yo. It took so much to get here today, man, but this shit is so worth it right now. Yes, it is, sir. You know, we toss this term legend around. We don't toss it gingerly, but we toss it around. Most definitely. But today, I think this is most deserved, man. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. We, we we got we got all types of people that come here, man. You know what I'm saying? But right now we got the G O eight. Premium, how you doing tonight? I'm doing man? great, man. I'm feeling great. I got a chance to vibe with one of the goats. With the with one of the goats. One Wait, of the goats. There's no one of the no, goats. No, no, no. Ah, no, no. You're not talking about first a menagerie of, all, of all, animals. The person you're talking about. The person you're talking about. <laughs> the person you're talking about. I look at as being a diversified goat. Okay. Because this man has done so many things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? No, wait, let's stop with all the bullshit. Listen, Internet. Yo. We welcome to the Combat Jack Show, the G-O-A-T, Mr. James Todd Smith, LL Cool J. Yeah. What up? What up? Yo, what's up? So welcome to the Combat Jack Show. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Yo, listen, man. First and foremost, I got to say that there's a lot of things going on on this planet right now. There's mm -hmm. a lot of things going on. In American society, we got Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. You know I'm saying we got these killings and, and NYPD and yeah. all types of climate change, man. But the most yeah. important thing I want to talk about right now before we start this show is I was surprised and, and happy when I heard that you played the pause game. Oh, pause. Ah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LL Cool J is <laughs> hard yes. as hell. Pause. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> yeah, we about yeah. to start the show. What's yeah. up, sir? Everything's good, man. Everything's good, man. You working on a good. lot of things right now. Yeah, man. I'm working on this uh I'm working on a Go To album and um you know, it just you know, I'm having fun with it. Like I was I was talking earlier, I was saying that, you know, I make two types of albums, you know what I'm saying? I make you know, the science project shit which, you know, most of the time doesn't really connect. But, you know, I have this weird, I guess it's, uh, I guess to put it in today's terms, it would be like my inner Kanye-isms of, of just, ah. I make I make shit that I believe in a, a hundred years from now, people are going to notice. Catch like, like I, Yeah. Like, I think like the Todd Smith album, like records, like we're going to make it with Mary Mary and different songs, I like Favorite Flavor with Mary J. Blige and all that. Like, to give you an example, just to really break it down a little deeper, like the Todd Smith album was a science project. Okay. All right. If you listen to the record, right? Every single song on the album brings people together in some way. It's a unifier. Every single concept on the record is about unification. By and, design? And yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a, you know, like I do these weird kind of albums that most people don't even catch because it usually flies over people's heads, quite, quite frankly. And I also do them without thinking about the culture, which isn't always a good thing commercially, but artistically. You got to give that to yourself. You artistically, to to your I just do that. So- I say that to say this. The Go To album is not one of my science project albums. It's not one of those albums where people ain't going to be able to relate and they're going to think I'm crazy and what is L doing and he's out of his mind, he's finished and all that bullshit. Like the, the Go To album is for the culture. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm doing it for the culture, it's a little different. When I do it for the culture, it's not just about, you know, oh, I'm just going to ride this beat however I feel on whatever topic I feel. Now I'm going to really spit some shit that you can relate to and give it to you the way you want it. You know what I'm saying? Like you want the knife and the solar plexus lyric, then we're going to give you that. Grimey you know what I mean? Rhyme shit. Yeah, yeah, the real the real rhyming and MC shit. So the Go To album is a, is a much more, you know, 
you know, it's beats and bars, you know what I'm saying? And mm. Even the things that people have heard is only the tip of the iceberg. Like, that shit is not, none of that is first single. None of that is, like, what I think is the the, the, the real super heaters on the record or none of that. It's I'm just mixtape, Jay. Yeah, I'm just getting it out there. I'm just getting it going, you know what I'm saying? I'm just putting stuff out and kind of reintroduce, allow me to reintroduce myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm um, <laughs> just putting that out there and just, you know, having fun with it. So, you know, we'll, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting when it finally, when they start hearing the real shit, when it really starts dropping, it's going to be interesting to see the reaction online and, and how people feel about it. You, you know, know one thing I appreciate about an artist like yourself, man, coming from the era that you come from, and, and, and uh, it's almost 30 years, B. Yeah, well, it is 30 it's years. 30 years. Congratulations. Give this man a round of applause. And, and just to give people clarification, it's 30 years because... You know, when Def Jam celebrates the 30 years, that's the celebrating my first single. I need a beat. Because it's on your back. My my the next year will be 30 years for my first album. Why? Right. See what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. It'll be 31 for my right. career. Right, 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 right. You know right. what I mean? So it's it's you know, but that's what that is. So yeah, 30. But, but what I appreciate about certain it's a handful of artists, man, that, that come from from different eras that, that laid the groundwork down that when you hear them, they may have a miss with a record here or there, but they never lost the skill that put them on the map. Oh, so yeah. so so when I listen to you on, on the joint with Action Bronson, I'm like, yo, that, that's that's LL never left. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah, yeah. when you hear you on certain tracks, like the one with Movado, it's like LL never left. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> it's interesting you say that. See, what, what it comes down to with that, man, what people fail to realize, and you know, look, everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? Some people, when it comes to art, <clears throat> are much more conscious conscious about how they're going to be perceived. Right. So they are a little more conservative in their choices. Second guessing themselves? No, not not second guessing, but conservative in the, in the sense that they don't stray too far out of the box. They don't take certain risks. So they'll do certain collabos. They'll, you know, say, stay with certain producers. Mm. They'll stay mm. on certain beats because Comfort they level. know that that's always acceptable. Right. I don't do that. Right. So because I don't do that, sometimes I can come off like the village asshole. You know what I'm saying? And I can just get hit in the face with pies and all that because I go out, I go all out. Like, you know, I'm like the dude, like, you know, that'll try a, you know, 720 dunk. I'm just weird like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you said that because I wanted to figure out how I could introduce into the conversation without insulting you because I'm not uh trying to insult you. But there's this, this, this realm of LL that goes into this weirdness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you look at early LL, like before LL really established himself, it always looked like you was you knew where you were going, but you were still trying to find yourself. Yeah, and, well, and, what it is is I was trying to find my, I've, I've always been an experimenter right. when it comes to music. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I can't do street shit all day, but I don't want to do that, that shit all, the t- not all the time. <laughs> not all the time. Right, right, right. But guess what? When I when Now when this go-to album comes out, People gonna appreciate it because they ain't heard me do street shit in so long that they gonna be listening to it and mark my words. They gonna be saying, "Oh, yo, this, oh, oh, so be hilarious." Don't call this a comeback. Um, call it what you want. Okay, but gonna be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, call it. You could call it that because it's um, it's a different era, right? So I know that I know that in this specific era, I have to, you know, I have to, you know make a mark and, and touch it in a different way. 
You know what I'm saying? They're pause. not going to appreciate. Yeah, yeah, no question. They, they're not going to necessarily. We need to take a tally today. Yeah, the yeah. Pause a, tally. A pause tally. <laughs> yeah. well, well, you, you keep on reinventing yourself. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, when you do jump shots, you know, if you only, if you do jump shots for a certain amount of seasons, people think you can't take it to the hole, B. You know what I'm saying? Like, pause. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, pause. So, pause, so, pause. So, so, you know, I like, that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now we're going, we're going, you know, we're going to dunk and do what we do, mm. you know? Well, oh, you know what we do here, man. We we talk about what you're doing. We're talking about where you are presently and mm -hmm. in the future. But we always like to go back. Man. Let's do it. Because you got an incredible story, man. Let's you got it. a a definitely a veritable rags to riches story, man. You know, I, I read about you and I read your book a second time, and and you come from a real like you come from like some some heavy shit, man. Like you were born with a paralyzed arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was um I was born my um my right arm was paralyzed and um. You know, my mother used to uh, like it's so funny. She pinned, she safety pinned my arm in the crib down to my to the crib and used to make me like exercise with my arm. And mm. my mother just kind of, you know, used to exercise my arm and she exercised my arm every day until eventually it just came back. Right mm. now, we we hear a lot about your, your your grandmother and the role that she played. Yeah, and you're like, tell us about your mom. Man. Yo, my mother, man, <clears throat> my mother is um, you know, just you know, a brilliant person. You know, she uh you know, wrote a lot of really, you know, good poetry and, you know, she, uh, you know, she's just, um, you know, just taught me a lot. You know, she used to just sit me down and just tell me, Todd, you know, you could do anything you want to, you know, if you put your mind to it, you know, Todd, you got to believe in yourself, you know, and, you know, she would, you know, tell me, you know, you, you don't want to be a dummy. She'd say, Todd, girls don't like dummies, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, she just really, you know, was a strong person. Like when she was, um, you know, when her and my father broke up, uh, you know, my, my, my pops, you know, at that time, you know, he, he was a bit of a hothead. May he rest in peace. And, uh, you know, he, you know, he shot my mother, the shotgun. And, and your grandfather. And my grandfather. And, you know, I, you know, I was like, you know, four years old. And, you know, bullets is whizzing around the house from outside. And he's in the car and bullet, bullets are whizzing. And, <clears throat> you know, my grandfather's telling me to go back. And I'm like looking curious what's going on. And I'm running. I'm getting towels. I'm going around the back and way of the house. And you're set four years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, something just told me, okay, go back around the back way of the house. Grab the towels. I'm getting the towels. I'm bringing them to my grandfather so he could clean himself up. He's bleeding. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, you know, I've seen a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, you know, you fast forward to... You know, you know, you know, having a, you know, a stepfather who, you know, was abusive and, you know, want to beat on you. And, you know, you get in the vacuum cleaner pipe treatment with the with the beatings and, the you know, you know, none of that. No, nothing like sexual. Right. With, but just uh, ass whipping right. like too many. Right. You know what I mean? And then. Um, and, and this is how, how old from from. How yeah, old? like about about like eight years old right. to like maybe like 10, 11, you know, that kind of a thing. Roscoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to, you know. Okay. Put him on blast. He got his. He might have got his thing together. Okay. Or whatever. But no, but it's, it's in the book though. It's yeah, in the yeah, book. No, it's in the book. It's, it's in a but, lot um, of pages. Yeah, in yeah, the no book. question. It's in the book. <laughs> um, and uh, so I went through that that kind of a you know that part of the thing, and then you know from there you know just hip hop was was like you know the thing that kind of you know I heard these 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 young black men these young men sounding empowered and sounding what's powerful. The, what's the first thing you heard, man? What's the first um, taste you heard? Well, man? the young the, the dudes in the neighborhood at that time, like because. I was bouncing back between Queens and Long Island. Right. So around the time when I was in Long Island, um, I, I started hearing like about the Cold Crush yes. and Grandmaster Kaz and, you know, the you know, and all of them first. You know, first it was like Cold Crush tapes, Force MCs and the Cold Crush. All that was the Cold moving Crush. around and the Cold Crush. Yeah, so Cold the older Crush. dudes in my neighborhood, 
they used to make me say those rhymes because they said they like my voice. So I used to be rapping, you know, I'd be like nine, maybe eight, nine years old. And I start rapping, you know, other people's rhymes, like the Cold Crush rhymes and the Treacherous Three rhymes and all of that. Because they said, you know, they liked the way I said it. Right, 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 right. Then I started, when I was around 11 or 12, I started writing my own shit. You know what I mean? I started, like, all of a sudden, I said, yo, but I could write something myself. So I said, let me try. And then I was a DJ. I got some, you know, at the same time. And I was like. You know, I was kind of like trying to make up my mind because first my grandfather had brought me equipment. I wanted to be a DJ. So I'm like, I'm DJing, but then I'm always listening to the guy's rhyme. And I'm like, but I could do that. Right. And I'm sitting there mixing. And I'm like, damn, I could say that. And I just started writing rhymes. And, you know, I got better and better and better and, you know, just kept it up. So, you know what I'm saying? So at the time, man, as you was writing and as you was DJing, man, which mm-hmm. did you have more of a passion for initially? Well, initially, I, you know, I, my passion was to be a DJ. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that was the original passion. I mean, you know, just, to, you know, there was something that was just, you know, you have complete control of the music, complete control of the vibe, the, the crowd, moment, right. the mm-hmm. movement in the, in the party, the zone, everything. Like, that was it. But the more I started, you know, but, but then when you're sitting there and you throw Trans Europe Express on at, I don't know, 13, 14, 12, whatever the year that was, and you're listening to that, and then you start rhyming to yourself to that beat. It's just after a while, the you know, the spirit got me, man. So I just started rocking, you know, rhyming. You, you know, know it's a mean? special time, man, when we grew up, man. I remember yeah. before we had the rap records, before Rappers Delight. Mm-hmm. Like when the DJ would be spin- spinning, you know, the dance, break beats dance and all to that. the drummer's Super sperm beat. and all that. Or, or Mardi, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras, or Mar- yeah. Love is the message. Yeah, How yeah. there would be that line. Yeah. That, that line to get to the mic just to just to, just just to blow. Oh you know yeah, what I'm saying? I, was, I was the I was the um pause. I was the uh, I started to say it, but I just you know we all we be all night. <laughs> yeah, with that hey, shit. hey, 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 yeah, yeah. let's do it. Um, nah, I was I was yo that uh, yeah, yeah, I was in them lines, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, now, were you at the time MCJ Ski? Or were no, you still no, trying I was find- no, I was uh, I was um, you know, you know, as a little kid, first I was MC Deluxe, then I um, you know, then I was uh. I was, you know, what I was, what was my name? <laughs> Shit, uh, was I Paradise for a minute? No, my man was Paradise. I was Deluxe for a minute. Then I was, I was, I was, uh, um, uh, double something, double T or some shit. Then I, then I went and, um, I became Jay Ski. And then I remember like looking through my rhyme books one day and I'm agonizing. I'm just sitting there in the, in the living room agonizing over the fact that I think I'm going to change my name to Cool J. And I'm right. like, oh, I got to go back. All these. <laughs> and I'm just agonizing. Yeah, yeah, because I'm about to rewrite lines that rhyme. It don't rhyme no more. Like, And I'm talking about, when I tell you a book, books of rhymes, I'm not talking about like, you know, guys got books around. I'm talking about like suitcases books. and you shit. You had bags mm. of books. Suitcases, right, B. Right, right. Like suitcases of lyrics. Now, paper. Now, did you ever use your five percent name? The brief time that you was a five percent. Oh, Lord, Lord Supreme, Supreme Shalik. Lord Supreme Shalik. Yes, no, no, I, I never did. But um, I, why, why not? You, I, I you mean, know, you know what it was. It just by the time I really got into the rhyming, you know, I had kind of like. I mean, you can never grow out of them lessons once you learn them. But right. but by the time I started, you know, rhyming, that wasn't really my focus. You know uh, what I'm saying? And I, you know, look, let's let's, let's keep it one hundred. You know, I've always been a Christian first. But I definitely dabbled in that in that realm and and listened and 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 learned a lot and got you know a pretty knowledge yourself yeah a lot, a lot of knowledge from that and I had a guy next door who was my enlightenment and and you know he gave me some lessons and I learned a lot and I still remember them you know a lot of them you know not all of them but right. a lot of them and um 
So it was, you know, it was um, it was a good time. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, so peace to the gods. Peace to the God gods. God bless you. Yeah. Cheer. Now I remember that morning, man, when I was ironing my my mock neck, getting ready to go to school. Right. And and I heard the DJ drop uh, "Rappers Delight" oh, on, yeah. on WBLS, man. Yeah. And I was so disappointed because it didn't sound like Kaz. It didn't sound like Melly oh, Mel. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, initially, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what was, yeah, yeah, what was yeah. your reaction? And Yo, God bless the dead, man, because because oh, Big, yeah, Big Bang, Bang Hank just man, passed away. Peace, yes, man, sir. Rest in peace. Um, definitely rest in peace. Oh, uh, you know, man, I was honestly, I was just so excited to hear some hip hop that it was all good. Right. Because it was just, I, I wasn't judging it based on that. Like, I liked everybody for what they were and who they were. And, you know, I, I just I just rocked with it. You know what I'm saying? I just vibe with it. You know what I'm saying? I always, you know, I, I knew the rumors. There were rumors floating around that Kaz had did Big Bang's right, part. That right, was right. kind of floating around. But we was just so happy to hear hip-hop. And then right after that, you know, it was the Crash Crew. You know, we are here yep. to tell the world just who we, we are. You know, and that all this, we don't want to be left behind. <laughs> all we want to do is just blow your mind just one, one more time. Da -da -da -da. Yep, yep, so, yep, yep. so that all of it that opened was, up the door. Yeah, so so the rappers, the light thing, we was rocking to that, but it was, them, it was that Crash Crew shit and all that other shit that was coming underneath it. That Fearless Four was putting in that work and, and you know, and all of that, that kind of... You know what I'm saying? You, you know, they was like young gunners, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like 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 moving the, the culture forward. So to me it was all kind of a melting pot of everything. It wasn't one specific record yet. You right. know, all of those things kind of when you're really, really a fan of a culture, you 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 admire all aspects of you see, it. You, you know you, what I'm saying? Absorbing it, it all. You absorb it all. Yeah, so yeah. it's no like this single, this group is kind of like you know it all. You know what I'm saying? Like I was a student of it all. You know, I knew everybody at do, doing everything, like, and um, now it's, you know, too much shit to know, but, <laughs> I, you know, I try to still stay abreast of what's going on, you right. know what I'm saying? Now, what's impressive about you, man, is you, you're really the, the really the first uh, soloist rapper that was a superstar. I mean, you had the Curtis Blows and the yeah. whole not, but the levels that you transcended yeah. was, you know, it was definitely, you know, a, a, a milestone. Going back to those days, man, you know, we had Chuck on the show and he said the difference between back then and now is like it was about me and right now it's about I. And, and I want to learn about the group dynamics. You were in a couple of groups, like mm -hmm. Extravagant Three. Mm -hmm. say, Tell us about that yeah, dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Well, Extravagant Three, you know, my man Drew, um, you know, and, and my, my, my other man, um, you know, my man Professor KB made the... Um, Beats Rich, you know, Royal Rich. Royal Rich and Dr. Butcher, yeah, right? Yeah, Dr. Butcher. Yeah, Dr. Butcher <laughs> Drew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we was rap partners, and okay. we'd be rapping and, and doing our thing and rhyming and shit. And, um, you know, I was also, you know, I was down with my man Rod across the street. We used to rhyme a little bit together. And, you know, I used to rock with, you know, Playboy Mikey D. But we was never partners. He was just my friend. Right. He was my man because he was in the Clientele Brothers. And, you know, um, you know, the Clientele Brothers was, you know, cool. I, I, I used to, you know... Um, you know, begged them to, you know, let Get me on. in the group. Right, right, right. They told me, you know, yo, <laughs> when you have an opening, we'll let you know. We'll get back to you. Yeah, we ever have an opening, you'll be the we'll first one. You. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll take, take our car. We call, so, you know, you know, oh, well. Yeah. But, but, but how say la vie. Like, <laughs> you know, picture that, Ciao. paint that picture for us of, yeah. of, of, of a solo LL, yeah, but yeah. in no, a group dynamic, man. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, nah, we good. I'll tell you, the solo, it was like this. It was, it was just us just rocking, you know right. what I'm saying? Like we was just rhyming and doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to get it, get it all the way cracking. And uh, you know, 
we would be, you know, writing routines together. And then we'd have our rhymes we wrote alone. And I, you know, I call Drew up, you know what I'm saying? I speak to, I still speak to Drew all right. the time. I call him up right, or Dr. Butcher, as y'all call him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I call Butcher up and be like, yo, yo, check this joint out. And I say a rhyme to him. He'd be like, yo, that shit's crazy. And he'd call me back and say, yo, check this one out. And Richard called me up, yo, check this one out. And we used to just all rhyme and we'd just be, you know, it was just like a love of the culture, man. Like just little kids doing it because we love it. You know what I'm saying? Like only because we love it. Like, period. Like, just loving it. Love to hear your voice. Love to hear the records. Love to hear the beats, the rhymes. Just loving it. You know what I'm saying? And doing it for that reason. Yes. No, nothing fancy. No mastermind strategy. No, you know, the genius of all geniuses bullshit. Just us doing what we do and loving the, loving the music and just loving rhyming. And, and that's what we did. I'm glad you mentioned Mikey D, man, because over the years, I keep hearing from cats that 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 come from Queens that he's probably the greatest cat that never that nobody ever heard of outside of Queens. Tell us about Mikey D. No, no, Mike is my man. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a lot of love for Mike. And um, you know, he just, you know, he you know, people take make different decisions and, and sometimes, you know, you know, things happen in life. You know, right. it's, I guess it's kind of like basketball, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have dudes that, you know, play, they 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 are monsters in the park. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, somewhere along the line, it, it, it can be tough for them to transition into that NBA game. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, the music business is is, is, is deep waters. It's perilous, And it's man. tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, there, there's there's talent and then there's politics. Right. You know, and those two, boy, you got to understand mm. both of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, I think, you know, I think at that time, I think, it, you know, Mike just, you know, caught a couple of, you know, bad bad deals here and there but you know there but for the grace of god go out you know what i'm saying because you know that could happen to anybody and it doesn't subtract from his talent in any way and i just recently told him you know like at the end of the day man you know i know i know that you know it seems like really spectacular you know every all these guys running around and they're they're talking about their money and they got their big chains and their cars and they're talking all this bullshit but the reality is man if you can sit there and create a rhyme and really, you know, work, and I'm not talking about writing it on your iPhone, I'm not talking about writing it on your iNew Six or your, your your Android. I'm talking about like really just pen and paper, pen just paper, old. Right. Just if you can sit there and write it and enjoy it, man, you, you're in you're in the best place in the world, man. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody can, no, nothing can touch you when you're creating. So, you know, all the rest of it is kind of like it's fun and it's cool. But it's not really the most important part of it. You know, the most important part of it is 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 creating, you know. Um, you know, the guys that I came up with, like, you know, Playboy Mikey D, like MC Silver Fox, who, you know, was a guy who really taught me how to rhyme. That was like your mentor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was my mentor and really taught me how to rhyme. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just a mentor. He taught me how to rhyme. Well, like, let's go to Silver Fox. Like, yeah. what was the difference between... How he was rhyming before, and then when you came under his like tutelage. It's like it's like being a gifted athlete, and then you know you know just bumping into the right coach, you know, just bumping into Phil Jackson or or, or you know or, or my man, you know, you know uh, you Popovich. Know, yeah, Popovich or my Pat man Pat Riley. Yeah, that's what Riley, I was looking for, yeah. Pat Riley. You know what I'm saying? It's like bumping into one of them. It's like you know he just taught me about cadence and you know flows and 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 and, and how to be innovative and switching it up and different things that he t- taught me just techniques like you know like you know like you know 
I know how to rhyme. Right. Like, you know, these guys, see, what guys don't realize with me is that that's why they find out when they try to get at me. You know what I'm saying? Because they think they think when they listen to my <laughs> little my jokes. little my lollipop <laughs> right, right. when they listen to my lollipop songs, they get yeah. it all fucked up. Right. And then they don't get, get it they, twisted. Then they get they get touched up and all that. But that's a whole other conversation. But, but what's amazing but, though is I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead, what you No, what I was gonna say is I digressed <laughs> yeah. into some ego shit. But um <laughs> I would just went ego, left ego. But um nah, you know, Fox is um, you know, Mike was my like my, you know, my sidekick, my brother. You know what I'm saying? We came up together and Fox was like, you know, my you know, my 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 teacher. Right. And um, you know, all of them deserve props. Because here's the thing, Fox still rhymes to this very day. Mm. He still makes music, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Mike still makes music, you know. Um these guys, you know, like the people that I'm I'm down with, like I used to be with Cool G rap and yeah. Joe Grants, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'd be down in Harlem and Joe Grants rhyming together, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you know, G was always a monster. We be rhyming together, yeah. freestyling. That's and like, doing yo, shit. I wish. Do y'all yeah. still have those tapes? Man? I don't know where they at, but they be getting it in. Be you know, pause with the with that Joe Grant. <laughs> Good pause. We was going, we was going, we was going, we was going hard down there, and it was crazy, man. Like, you know, I just really loved and lived and bled the culture. Like, you know, even after that, like, just making my first music, like. You know, I'd be uptown and my man Big Chuck and, you know, we'd be riding around and I'd be hanging out with Rich Porter and, mm. you know, we'd be talking about music and I'd be on the back. Alpo would have me on the back of his motorcycle and, you know, we'd be riding around. And I remember, like, you know, like the first time, like, you know, you know, like me and Alpo walked into a restaurant one day. We was hanging out and he, like, started talking Spanish and I was like, oh, shit, he speaks Spanish. Now, this, like, was this before you was on? No, or? this is after I was oh, on, was but this on. is, like, right. first album. So, right. okay. you know, I hadn't been nowhere yet. Right, like, right. I had, like, a couple of singles moving around. And but was, these guys had been Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. These goodness. guys showed you oh, how to spend money. They, these they guys took me, you to Manny's. No, no question. They, they you know, we, you know, I... I hung out with the best, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you know, may he rest in peace. My man Stretch from Brooklyn and right. Eddie from mm. Brooklyn and all of them, you know what I'm saying? Caribbean and all them dudes over there. Like, you know, um, you know, the guys that, you know, I learned a lot. Like, so I had a lot of good teachers, you know what I'm saying? Like, like AZ, you know what I'm saying? Another one that, you know, taught me a lot. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, like, I'm not trying to make heroes out of them, but I'm saying that sometimes in the environment that we come from, you know, I guess the guy Jazz said it best when he said, you know, they give you a, a, a ten, a twenty foot wall and a ten foot ladder, and you know, guys become sidewalk executives because of that, because they, you know, they just trying to figure out how to make exactly. it. So, me, I was attracted to whatever it was that that success was rep, represented success. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm hanging around with the hustlers and hanging around with the guys that, you know, that, you know, I felt were making something of themselves. Right. I didn't know any better, and right. you know, none but, of but us you did. can't, but you can't. Because I remember those days. I remember back in those days, we was in college. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And when we would come home, like, we'd see the cats that we knew that wasn't really doing anything. But the cats that was doing something, the same cats that you talk about, mm -hmm. like the Dimencios and the Lou Hobbs I knew in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I knew like they, they was like, oh, y'all niggas is in college. Mm -hmm. We want to be where y'all are at. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it was kind of yeah, like yeah. this whole... This 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 blending of the world that no you know question. our worlds they wanted no they question. would come to campus they no would go question. up to to not Cornell but they would go up to Syracuse yeah. you know what I'm saying they would go down to to Howard yeah and you know no especially question. for homecoming and it was a it was it was a it was great crazy. time it was we go crazy. down to Virginia Beach right and all that. exactly and you know what what's interesting is that at that time you know like nowadays you know what I'm saying and and it's all love but like people was mad at me for the ice and the jewelry and the champagne and the girls and 
when I had Panthers on the covers and was cutting the tops off sixes and convertibles and mm. diamond rings Stunt. and ices. Back then, you was the worst guy in the world for doing that. See, now, you know, you know, you know, Jay and Rick Ross and these guys, they run around and do that, and people think it's, like, something new. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, it's, it's all love. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm just showing you how sometimes you could be a little ahead of your time. You're you know way ahead of your time. And, and, and it's like. But, but the times are changing, too. The times, times are changing, changing value, but the, you know, but the mindset is the values have changed. But that's okay too, right? Because we gotta, you know, you, you gotta be a mental, a mental um, gymnast. You know mm. what I'm saying? Your mind has to be agile, and you gotta be able to adapt. You can't be just constantly thinking about some old shit. And there comes a time when you gotta take your '95 high school ring off and keep it moving. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, you know, and and he was wearing Jordans and oh, oh, first album, first album cover, first album cover. I had Jordans. Yeah, he's, I like, had the first Jordans they had, huh. the rookie Jordans. Yeah, yeah, when he was a rookie on my first album cover, I got the. first no, I just showed my son like, that he saw the crazy. Man. This is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who was like, doing these, that? These guys like they, that's why it's kind of funny to me. Like you, you can't outstut the stunner. But, but explain like, the yeah. dynamic though, man, because <laughs> you know in in the hood, yeah, particularly the areas that we came from. I'm from Brooklyn. You from Queens? Yeah, you know. You got the doctors and the lawyers, and they're kind of like a little cut off from oh, from, yeah. from, from general well, population. But but you see the you see these these cats that's moving shit in the street, and you're making that same amount man, of money. What's the man, wall that's separating you, man? You know you know what, man? Like you, you know, it's interesting because I think about it, right? And, and shout out to my man Bimmy because you know, Bimmy, Bimmy, what up, Bimmy? Bimmy is um you know e, EP and the Goat Two album nice. with me right now. We mm. did the first one. Um, you know, I think about you know I used to run around with Bimmy and and you know Black Just May he rest in peace and. You know, um, you know, at that time, you know, uh, you know, Preem had gone away to jail and, you know, it wasn't that I was like a hustler or trying to be a gangster. I just, you know, I just was around. I just wanted to be around what I, you know, deemed successful people. Right. And, you know, and you the, could understand the, I think, that money. With, you know, with the them. reality is, you know, I, I got a line on my new album and I don't remember um, exactly what I said. But basically what I was saying wasn't no um, I said, you know. Uh, there wasn't no doctors on my street, wasn't no lawyers on my block. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I couldn't sleep thinking about who got shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the reality. Like, you know, like these were the examples. So now you fast forward to to my life, and that's why when I'm out here, you know, I'm trying to, like, you know, embrace my family, I, you know, and, 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 and take care of my family and my kids. And, and, I, and I don't mind smiling in photos. And I don't have to be to pretend to be a a, a tough guy. Well, you got a lot to smile for, Al. No, I do have a lot, to, a smile lot to smile for, smile but more but more importantly, Com, like it's not just that part of it. It's that when you when you grow up and you are groomed by, you know, some of the the, the toughest and most crafty and streetwise guys in the city, you know, and you spend your whole youth growing up with that. You have you don't have to try to be a tough guy, of course not, because you've seen it, of course not. So like it, it's, you know you know I mean not to you it, know the killers. It's so different. Yeah. So so like Allegedly. that's why yo that's why like that's why that's prop but that's probably been like a it's been a not a, I wouldn't say a curse because you can't curse what's blessed but it's definitely been a, an advantage and a disadvantage right. for me. The disadvantage is be has been sometimes I have nothing when I don't have anything to prove I don't try to prove anything. And those that have sleep stay sleep. Yeah, sleep with the fishes. Well, they could. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Forget about it. Hold on, you got to explain that again, man. That that, that kind of went over my head. I said, I said, I said. Sometimes, sometimes, when you don't have anything to prove, yeah. So you don't try to prove anything. Uh -huh. Those that are sleeping stay sleep. They stay sleep. 
because they they don't know. They don't know. So you ain't got nothing to prove, and they, and they don't and they don't believe you. Right. Okay. So now y'all sitting there, and it's like a standoff. But, but it's all good. It's like a standoff. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and 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 everybody's not understanding what's going and, and, on. And, everybody's and not nobody's not understanding. Like you, you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But everybody's not supposed to understand too. I, I'm clear. Yeah, I'm clear about that, and I've learned that. Yeah, you know, that's why I was talking earlier. We was talking. I was saying it's more important to just be a man of value and carve out a niche. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, that's what I've always, you know, believed in: just longevity, versatility, originality. Originality. You know what I'm saying? Fox says, you know. One of the things that, you know, in his dojo, because basically his dojo was you and Cool G Rap. And I think that's so crazy how he says that both of y'all was the different sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. But he said the thing that attracted him to your craft was at a, such a young age, 14, 15, 16, your extensive vocabulary. He said you were saying words that cats on a collegiate level. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. were you getting these words from, man? Were well, you reading comic books or nah, what, Now, nah, what it is is, you know, I grew up, I used to just... um. I used to just read the dictionary for fun. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, You know, I used to grow up reading encyclopedias for fun. Britannica you know, read, or the World Book? Both. Okay. And, you know, and, you know, I've always, <laughs> I'm a, I've always been an autodidact. Okay. You know, a, a person that's self-taught. You know right. what I mean? Like, I've always been a big believer in that. I, You know, my, um, you know, I grew up in a house full of books, you know, and reading is my, like, my hobby. You know what I'm saying? And, um, so... That kind of affects, you know, a, 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 a lot of things. You know, it's it's funny. It's like, you know, when I was in, and I know the letters around there somewhere. When I was in like third grade, I had like the, you know, one of the highest math scores in New York State. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like, you know what I mean? Like in the state, like they, they were sending letters. <laughs> like, congratulations, sir. You're you know a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> said letters and shit. Who know? Mother, the- no, but it was the funniest thing. The mother was like, "What is this?" Because I was the wild out. My behavior was terrible. <laughs> so it's like, what is going on with this? No guy? special ed. Yeah. Right? Oh, but the good- no, no, no. There was it was it got worse. I not just special ed. Like I was so foul. But once I started focusing on music, I got so foul that I ended up in satellite. Like, <laughs> like because I was focused on music. It wasn't right. that I didn't like school, but it's just I was focused on music. So, but you were really fortunate because you're one of those cats that at an early age really tapped into your true talent. So you almost didn't get fucked up by the path of education and school. Well, you know, there's taking there's, that job and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, my mother used to say to me, Todd, you know, um, you know, you can go down to the to the supermarket. The registers, t- you know, you can work there. The registers tell you exactly how much change to give back. I'm like, Ma, I don't want I'm to not doing that. at the, the supermarket. <laughs> no war like, bombs. Nah, be like, and it's so, you know, hence I started hanging out with the guys that I talked about earlier, you know. But it's like thinking about it like, you know, just I just, man, you know, I just really loved hip hop. You know what I'm right. saying? I just really loved it. And, you know, I would have I probably would still be doing it for free to right. this day. Tell you know us, man, about like just just mentally, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're doing all these great things. You're out here, you're honing your craft. But at home was a living hell. Like yeah. that home was a living hell. How much were you driven to be like, yo, I don't want to be under that roof and under those circumstances? Man, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you know, sometimes, man, you just, you know, we just find escapes, you know what I'm saying? Right. We find outlets, you know, some people get high, some people drink alcohol, some people, you know, go to school and beat everybody up, 
Can't what, carry, what you, what you carry doing, pistols. But you were doing that too. You was beating cats a, up. A little bit, a little bit, but not nothing serious. Right. Like it was a little, I was a little was snatching uh, uh, wallets uh, and, nah, and, and a milk. Bit, a little bit. He was handing <laughs> a little out, taste. He was handing out nothing open serious. hand cracks. That's it. Like, like <laughs> five, you know the open hand like Yeah, five, like yeah. the eight ball jacket yeah, 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 shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I know what you mean. Like you know, <laughs> just just not the female. But the bully know? shit wasn't for you. It wasn't for me, man. I've never been that guy. You know what I'm saying? I've always been a a great at self-defense. Right. So, you know we heard, so we heard. So yeah, we heard. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna take care of me, but I'm not looking to mess with you. But um, uh, but like, where's that anger going, man? Like, it, it went into the music. Okay, it went. I channeled it all into the music. I so, channeled it all into hip hop. I, I, I wanted to make something of myself. I wanted to, you know, be somebody and and have my voice be heard. You know, when you grow up in the ghetto, you know, quite frankly, you feel like you're nobody. And you feel like nobody hears you. Right. And you feel like you're uh, just another crack in the sidewalk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Walking around. And you just walk around and you wonder who cares? Does anybody care? Is anybody out there? Does anybody hear me? Do you even know who I am? Like, it just it's just like you feel like you're in a, uh, a nasty-ass pot of gumbo and you're just swimming around. See, yeah, but- so you want to you wanna stand out. You want to be somebody. You want to make your mark in the world. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't want to be the funny dude on the corner that's smoked out or drinking or standing over there with no teeth in his head or right. this dude over Base here. Head. He's a clown right, and right, he don't right, right. do nothing. And you know, you don't want to be that guy. So right. you try to, you know, you just want to be somebody, man. Like, like, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to like be able to buy my mother a house. You mm. know, what I'm saying like, I remember, you know, when my mother was on her own. You know, it, it, there were times when I was with my stepfather. It got tough. Like, there's no food. Like, you know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm putting, like, you know, Aunt Mama syrup and milk, pretending it's chocolate. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> And this is real. This, Yo, is, this is, is very 100% real. 100% yeah, real. Yeah. Like, we get some groceries, and I'm like, I'm opening the refrigerator because we haven't had groceries in so long. I would just open the refrigerator, put a chair in front of it, and sit in front of it like <laughs> on TV. Time out? Yo, yeah, not even time out. It's on. Yo, that shit would like, have been Instagram if it was Yo, today. <laughs> just sitting there, literally just sitting there, food. staring. Marveling at the food. Marveling at the, that is the exact yeah. word, marveling at the food. You know, so you just don't want to go through that. So, you know, I start rhyming, and then when I was, you know, six to, when I was 14, I started sending tapes around to different labels and at that time. And, you know, when I was 16, finally, I, you know, I ended up getting with Rick Rubin and, you know, started, to, you know, he had Def Jam Productions, the It's Yours record. And, you know, we went and ended up starting a label because he couldn't get his money from party time yep. distributors. Yo, tell us you know about I mean? the first time you heard, because we talk about these records that we start hearing now, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Crash Crews and, mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the, the Furious Five and, mm-hmm. of course, the Sugar Hill Gang. But when that Teela Rock record came out, man, oh, that, yeah, that yeah. It's Yours record, and it changed your life, but when that It's Yours record came well, out. Well, man. what's funny about the It's Yours record is, you know, my man Mike, Mikey, yes. you know, he he had me thinking it was him for like two, three weeks. Oh, you, you told know, you lying and all like, <laughs> lying. Like, this my record right here? Yeah, yeah, this is me. And it sounded like, I'm like, yo, that's you? Yeah, yeah. I just did it. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, oh, man, this dude got this hot record. And I'm like, it's like he had me gas for like two, three records, two, three weeks. It's like when Eminem called me on the station, you <laughs> yeah, know, I'm yeah. like mad gullible and shit. <laughs> right. He had me believing him, but Yo, I, I just thought it was dope. You the know what I'm saying? The beat was crazy. It was like the prototype. The beat was crazy. Def Jam you know, beat. And then it was like, you know, hearing DJ Jazzy J made it, gave it a connection to, you know, just, you know, the whole like treacherous Zulu kind of. No, the shit sounded authentic yeah, on wax. Yes, it right. did. You know what I'm saying? It sounded real authentic. And 
you know, I bought it. You know what I'm saying? I still remember the number on the label. It was 212-420-0666. Or 4770. And it was 0-2, and it was 06 Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So you yeah, was calling that number every day. Yeah. Yep. Rick, uh, Rick Rubin. You didn't yeah. know he was a white dude. No, I didn't know at all. I called every day. I said, yo, Rick, you get the tape? Yeah, you get the tape? Yeah. And you would talk to him? Yeah, yeah, I would talk to him. He said, nope. I said, all right, I'm going to call back. He, you know, a couple of days, next day, yo, Rick, you get to take, no, no. I said, I'm going to call back. <laughs> I did that shit for like two weeks. So finally, I guess Ad, Rick must have said to Ad, like, yo, will you find this Ad, tape? Ad Rock Ad from, Ad the Rock from the Beastie Boys. Yeah. He said, yo, will you find this tape or whatever this dude, because this kid will not stop calling. I guess Ad Rock played the tape for Rick and, um, you know. What, what, what was on the tape, man? Uh, I, two things. I did, um, uh, I need to beat a different version of it with a drum machine. My mother took a tax return. Because what happened was I was about to retire and, and not not try anymore. I was about to quit. What were you going to do, though? Um, I would have probably, you know, did, you know, one of three things. It would have either been, you know, hustle, go back to school, or try to join the Marines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one of them I, three. I can see you in the Marines, though. You know what I'm saying? One of them three. Right. That was those. That was my, my... And the only reason I was thinking about the Marines is because my pops was in the Navy and my grandfather was in the Army. Right. So I wanted to be different. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, then I was like, eh. You know, my mother bought me the equipment with the tax return. I had the drum machine. We were so out of control. We didn't even feel like geeking out trying to read instructions on how to program Y'all it. Just, so we just, we did it by hand. And my man, Frankie Finesse, and we was, I was in his basement, Spin Master Finesse basement. And we just, we did that. And we did, um, I did the I Need a Beat demo. And then I did a, a R&B joint of I Want to Get Next to You and shit. Like, you was rapping on the stylistics. Yeah, yeah. I want to get next to you. Chill. Oh, but it's like you had some beats on there, right? A you little were, bit. You yeah. wasn't singing on it. I was shit. singing on it. You were singing on it. Both. Finessing. Yeah, yeah. I was. So, so you had the foresight to. This is part of your DNA, like the whole love oh, rap yeah, thing. Yeah, I thought it was hot. I thought it, thought it was cool. Where did like, that come from? Nobody was doing that, though. I don't know. I just thought of it. I just thought it would be cool. I just, I've always done, like, you know, just done sh- shit that I thought was cool, man. So you get the call. I they, get the call. They tell yeah. you to come to the village. You get out. Yeah, yeah. Go down and, and you're like, what? What the fuck type of place is this? I mean, I go down there. You know, what I'm saying, I might. I don't think I was ever. There. I might have been down there once or something. I don't think. Maybe never. I walk down. And, you know, I'm there. I get off five university place. Go up into the dorms, NYU dorms. Rick comes downstairs. He's like, "Sup? I'm Rick." I'm like, "You Rick? I thought you was black." He said, "Cool, <laughs> <laughs> cool." We go upstairs, and we sitting there. And I think, I think George, my man George. You know, George was up there. Um. You know, Rick's man, George. I forget his last name, but everybody knows George. He looked just like Rick with the right. beard and right, shit right, right, and all right. that crazy shit. And um, so I seen him and, we, you know, he's sitting over there. And I think, I don't know if Ad might have been there or left or he was coming in and out or something like that. Um, And uh, next thing I knew, we started, uh, you know, Rick started messing with the, um, the DMX drum machine, you know, back in the days. And we did this record called Catch This Break. And it was like, you know, if you're looking for a beat that'll make you ache by this record and catch this break, boom, boom, boom. So y'all had the instant chemistry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, knew, you knew he was that yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then we went and right across the, the town, met with Russell, and played it for him. And Russell was like, ah, yeah, same old thing. Sounds treacherous to, to you. To your face. Absolutely. And, and, and what 100. And what are you thinking of Russell at the time, man? That, that. If I could get him to diss me, I could get him to like me. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It do? All right. Because that means I got to end. Because right. if you think that sound like some shit that, that other shit, that I can make some shit you're going to listen to again. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just all about perspective, man. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's an opportunity. 
And and what is you Rick what saying mean? to you? Is Rick saying we're gonna make this happen? Oh no, Rick is like because he's sold. No, yeah, Rick's in. We rocking. He want to do it. I yeah. did, but I did. I need a beat with no contract. Right. I even have a contract. That we, when y'all re- we'll get, we'll get when to y'all re recorded it. Yeah, when we when we yes, when we released it. When you released it. No but, contract. But what changed Russell's mind, man? The I need a beat the, song, the you, new one. The new one. We did the I need a beat, played it for Russell, and he was like, Yeah, 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 yeah. This is it. This is <laughs> it. We got yo. And then it was like, well, we gotta start a label. We gotta, you know. So there was that. really no fucking Def Jam. No, other it was than Def Jam the, Productions. It was Rick had a, a, a you know incorporated Def Jam Productions, right. did a Tila Rock record, and got a distribution through Party Time. He had a single. So Columbia wasn't out. even in the picture? Hell no. Okay. The, the, Columbia came on my first album. Columbia wasn't even on the picture for my first couple of singles. So, I had I Need a Beat, Dangerous, and I Want You. Then we went to Columbia. Right, and then and the then paperwork Al came. Teller, and then the paperwork right. came, and I got my first check, and I'm sitting there across from that account like, I want a Benz. I want to get a Benz. $50,000, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I want to get a Benz. I want to get a Benz. He's like, all right, don't worry. We can, we can get you a Benz. <laughs> you, know, you know, stash more right, cash than yeah. Burt Bedell? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sitting across from Burt Bedell. He's like, yeah, yeah, we get you a Benz. 1775, right? Yeah, yeah, we get you a Benz. We get you a Benz. <laughs> so, 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 hold on, hold on. We, 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 we move so fast. Yo, yo. yo. We move so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time. Because you didn't know when your record was going to be on the radio. Not at all. Tell us that time, man. Well, the first time I heard it, my man called me. The, the first time he, my, I heard it, not live. Right. My man called it, and it, DJ Red Alert played it, the instrumental, and they were talking over it. And we were going crazy. Crazy. Because we was like, yo, they talking and over your beat. And that was big, beat. though. That was big, yo, though. Yo, they talking over your beat, homie. Right. Like, yo, that's so hot. Right. Like, now, you know, guys yeah. get cocky. They cocky. Right. Oh, you talking over my shit? You can't play my shit? You talking over it? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, now, you know, but back then, it was like, oh, shit. Like, yo, they, yo they're, they're actually talking over my beat. What an accomplishment. Oh, my. What? Coming from Queens, hanging out, doing nothing? Mm. Yo, Step Pops whooping your ass like no food? Now they talking over your beat? Like I'm, I'm leaps and bounds. Right. I feel like a superhero. Then the next th- that night, I went up to the game room up on Farmers Boulevard in Queens, um, because about that by the time I got um down with Rick, I was back to, I was back in Queens full time most of the time. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I'm up on Farmers, and you know, my record came on in the game room, and it was playing in the game room. And it was nighttime, and the street was all kind of kind of damp, and 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 the light was sh- reflecting off the street. And my man, you know, came out the game room and he like came up in my ear over, over my shoulder was like, yo, that's you on the radio. And I just remember looking at the street just being like, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. He was in the zone. Yeah, I was, was just listening those, to those, it. Those movie moments, yeah, that right? that shit was crazy because right. it, it was like the moonlight was on the street, the record was playing, and I was just sitting there looking at the street like, yo, I'm going to fucking do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm going to get you, this shit. You have, to, you have to quarters up on the machine. You just yo, homie, homie, yo, I was, was, was going to get this <laughs> shit. Fuck the I'm going to get this shit right now. You knew. So the, you what? knew. Yo, I used to walk around high school. I used to walk around Andrew Jackson with my record, man. Just walking around the hallway. Just beat, holding it, out right? Out of pride, man. It's like, I wasn't showing off. They thought I was showing off. Right, right, right. right. But I wasn't. It was just pride. Right. Like, yo, I got my record. Yo, just walking around. Yeah, baby, smoke record. <laughs> and, yo. you, and you're not even knowing. Like, you think you made it, but you're not even knowing like, the, homie. the journey. Nah, not at all. Come right. on, man. Like, let me tell you something. What people would, let me tell you the, the mistake people do when they make when they study history. The mistake that people make when they study history, and this goes for all artists when you're looking at artist history or just history in general, is that you study history as if everything is inevitable. Right. 
like there were no choices and no forks in the road. History was not inevitable. It did not have to go the way it went. I know there are a lot of people who would like to think that, and they think it's only destiny. destiny but no, right. you, I disagree with that. Yeah, I do too. You know, history is not inevitable. Right. You have there are decisions. You do have free will. So, you know, looking back on it, you know, yeah, I was, you know, a lot of decisions was made. You know, and there it was it's a lot of gratitude and a lot of thankfulness and a lot of gratefulness. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big part of it. You know what I mean? That's a huge part of it. Right. Huge part of this thing is just being grateful. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys are not grateful. Like, you know, they don't, you know, they're not happy to see other people make it and shit. You know? Like, you know, you can't get bitter. You got to get better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Yeah, don't be mad at that, man. Nah, Get nah, mad man. at yourself. And then, you know, there's the, there's the, there's also the, like, the thing that used to really, and still to this day can be like, like one of my pet peeves is when, <laughs> it's when people assume that you're mad at the next guy. Mm. Or you should be mad at the next yeah, guy. Yeah, right? they make these assumptions based on their limited thinking. Or from their own perspective. Right, right, right. right. So you're, you know, you, you think that a bird is angry at a pilot based on your limited thinking. Right. Not bird, knowing bird that the, just a bird. the bird is the bird. Bird he's is flying. comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's flying, he's doing what he's doing, but you're assuming. Like you're assuming, like, you know, unless the was, bird shits on the yeah, plane. Yeah, like it was like I, like I remember, like I remember back, you know, a while ago, like there was this whole controversy with me that people thought there was a really people really, truly and honestly thought that I wanted to like have a job at Def Jam, like oh, that, when, that was the most bizarre shit yeah. I had ever heard. Yeah, like I I, I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> 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 I still Yo, you, can't you, believe you, it. You kind of scare me right now, L. Yo, the way you laughing is kind of nah, scary. No, because it's so crazy. Right, Yo, right. Like, like really, like the the notions that people. Come Yo, up, right. homie, like, yo, like, like I don't want to. I don't want to. I didn't want to walk in 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 Motown and see Michael Jackson sitting at a desk. Right. The fuck are you talking about? Right. <laughs> 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 That's a laugh. Yeah, that is, that's, that's a laugh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> El Elliot got competition. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. So, you know, I, I say that to say this, that that I'm very grateful with where I'm at in my career. Right. And very thankful for the for the way. I know I I gave you the Joker laugh like the sinister villain. I can't help it. But I'm very, very grateful for where I'm at with it. And I, I just, you know, I just, I think that, one of the biggest mistakes that people can make is to ascribe their personal values to someone else. Mm. Yeah. You need to find out what that man is feeling. Exactly. You need to know what that person is feeling, what they're thinking. Don't assume that I'm feeling what you're feeling. And there's a lot of, uh, particularly right now with social media, social media. Man, there's a lot of assumptions. A lot that, of assumptions. Oh, you should be going at this man, or you should be, or Yo. why you are. And I'm like, or no, I'm, just you got beef. I'm just trying to focus on the shit I got in front of me. Yo. I'm not, and you know what? To be to be really real, and this is not to, to, to disrespect anybody else, but I'm not even focused on that man. I'm not even focused on you. I'm trying to focus on me and my family. And you, hey, guess what? That's what most people, most people, are really thinking about themselves. Right. Like, you'd be surprised. Like, it's it's bizarre. But you know what I learned a long time ago? Um, watch carefully what a man is cynical about. You'll learn, but you, you might, you'll, you'll find out what he lacks. Mm. That's crazy. Gems. 
It's crazy. Listen, I want to ask you one more question before we go to our break, Al. <laughs> you know, I find it remarkable that you, you get your deal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you start working on the album. Mm-hmm. And as you're working on the album, you find yourself homeless. Like you're oh, you, yeah, 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 like you're yeah. working on your first album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was uh I was uh You're living you know, on a subway. Yeah, I was living on a subway and then I got a room in Brooklyn. I was living in um Bushwick, Brooklyn on um and uh you know with, with Corn- was this with Cornell Clark? No, no, Cornell was on the south side. Okay. Cornell was on the south side in um in Queens. Right. That was later. But I'm in Brooklyn and it's forty dollars a week and there's a soul food. Like joint a flop house? Not, well, I guess you could call it. There was a brownstone. I don't know. It's probably it's probably uh, gentrified. Ten other people yeah. in there living in there. Who you know, house? we sharing a bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Ah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I had a room, and you know, but, it was what's that? The common bathroom, yeah, yeah. and then but, everybody's but, living like in it. Almost, but yeah. how are you in that situation, B? Because because you know, I did. I need a beat, and you know, I was doing the shows here and there, and then you know, the shows kind of dried up. It was a regional hit. Right. It's pretty big, but it wasn't like psychotic. It wasn't Roxanne. Roxanne came out and steamrolled me Roxanne at that was time. A hit. And so, you know, the money dried up and, you know, it was like we were just kind of grinding and I wanted to be in the studio working on the new music. I wasn't doing shows that much. So, you know, it just wasn't no money like that. You know what I'm saying? So I had to do what I had to do. But the so, great thing was and, that you had a deal. The, and here's the other part. Right. My grandmother. Right. <laughs> may she rest in peace. I love her. That's my, that's my girl. Mm. She kicked me out. Grandma, you kicked me out. May you rest in peace. You're laughing right now. Why'd she kick you out, man? Because she said, look, either you're going to school or you're getting out. Right. Because she didn't understand the, me trying to be a rapper. Right. She ain't wasn't trying to hear that. You know what I mean? Like, it just was ridiculous. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> you're going out here and you're doing this music. What is this shit you're doing? Like, you know what I'm At that time, they thought it was like a false yeah. dream. But and it then, was, and, though. But yeah. it was, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I, because cause, there was cause, no cause proof. Because Ellis saying, like, he, you are changing destiny. You are, like, yeah, that yeah, trailblazing. Yeah. yeah, so it was new. It was new. And But I, I just made the decision that I had to do it. Yeah. I had to go for it because... Look, I'm like, I remember being, I'll give you an example. Like, I was in the studio. First of all, let me tell you a little side note. The only reason <clears throat> I'm a solo rapper today is because when I went to the studio, and I'm, they, I'm not going to say who, but guys I was rhyming with that, and it's not Drew and them, but guys that I was rhyming with at the time in the group, they didn't believe me. And they didn't believe themselves. They didn't believe me right, when right. I say, yo, well, yo, I got, yo, I spoke to Rick Rubin, got a deal, uh, blah, blah, blah. we can go to the studio, we can make a record, this and that. They literally didn't believe they me. They didn't believe me. Right. All right. I got this. <laughs> yo, but, but how, how, did, how did you, Ella, how did you, how did you through Sorry, those fellas, times? I got it. <laughs> oh, oh. He mentioned no names though, but yo. <laughs> How did sorry, you stay? <laughs> How did you continue? I go I, when I look at you, okay, someone who fully believed in themselves. How? Th- no, no, I'm saying through those dark times. I mean, everybody gets depressed. I'm sure you had your moments. Of and course, that could have been a moment for you to walk out before, like we spoke about when we were on the way here about before the door opened. Of course. How did you? How, how did you stay to believe in yourself still? Because, you know, because my mother always told me that I can do anything I put my mind to, and I was, you know. Living it in my mind, you know what I'm saying? I was really living it. And, you know, it was like, you know, my grandmother used to always tell me, you know, 
you got to make it, and you can make it by hook or crook. You know, if you got to eat shit with a splinter, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? You get out, you make it. You know what I'm saying? So I've just been always been a very extremely determined person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm abnormally determined. So you knew even when you was going through the homeless situation. I didn't know anything. But, but I can't but promise you, you. I promise you I didn't know what was going on. But happen. you had a sense it was temporary. I had No, I had a sense that I was going to try to do everything I could to right. make it temporary. And nothing was going to stop you. That's right. Do okay. everything I could to make it. Okay. I try to you. make it. I got you. You know what I'm saying? And, you. and no, you don't have to sell your soul. Right. You just got to work your ass off. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You yes, keep sir. your soul if you work your ass off. Yep. <laughs> yep. Listen, let's go to a break, man. But before right. we go to a break, internets, like I keep telling y'all, man, this episode of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by the Bevel Shaving System. It's the season to give. It's the Christmas season. It's the holiday season. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, this is the perfect gift. Your man wants one of two things. He wants an iPhone, the new iPhone, and I know you're not going to get him that. Mm-hmm, get him the Bevel Shaving System. Go to getbevel, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Use the code, promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, for 20% off. This is the perfect gift you could give somebody. And listen, the fine folk at Bevel sent me a package to give to Mr. LL because Mr. LL oh, okay. always keeps a very fresh, oh, yeah, very yeah, the, fresh yeah, face the, right The big baldy, the big baldy. We're not yeah, asking pause. for an endorsement or anything, but just yeah. open that up and, and look at that package. Right. And, and why? Right, pause. pause. That's another, another pause, pause, right? But listen, to the men out there, you know what I'm saying? Y'all think that y'all oh, go, go get those little plastic shavers in the whole nine and shave your f- Yo, stop fucking shaving like a troglodyte. And grow the fuck up. Shave Listen like to me. Boss. Listen to me. I ain't never lied to you. Get that meatloaf off the back of your neck. Get that yeah, get that yak off your neck. Listen, internet. I never lied to you. And if I lied to that you, then you're the liar, chin. Jack. Go to getbevel.com. G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Punch in that promo code combat C-O-M-B-A-T for 20% off. Tell them I sent you and shave like a fucking man. Merry Christmas, Combat. Merry Christmas. And, and, and Premier Pete. Merry Christmas, LL. Merry Christmas. Now Merry let's Christmas. go to this break. You tune into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. F your podcast, F your radio show, F your TV show. Yeah. Be right back. Check it out for your mind, body, and soul right here. Combat Jack. This is Chuck D. Public Enemy number one. Y'all tune in. Stay tuned. Keep it locked. Internets, internets, you're tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. We got LL Cool J as a special guest. The on one this and very only. The one special and only. episode. What's up, Goat? What up? The Overlordian. Yo, up? man, thanks so much for sharing, man, in this, in this, in this deep wealth of your history, man. Yeah, it's my pleasure. You know, man. I, I, I want to jump forward a little bit, man. Okay. So the record comes out, your first album comes Thank out. You. Yeah. You know, and, and it's a hit. Mm-hmm. It's a hit. Like the, the record goes, what? You, you sell a million copies? Mm-hmm. You're yep. platinum. Yeah. Which is a special thing, man. And then it seems like at that point, man, everything that you're touching is turning to gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like 10 platinum albums in a row. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So you put your second album out mm-hmm. and the shit goes platinum. Oh, yeah, it went like triple platinum. Triple platinum. Mm-hmm. And there's no stopping you. You're like, you're, you're touring right now. Mm-hmm. How does your life change dramatically, man? Man, you know, what really changed is that the only thing that changed was I bought my mother a house. Right. Um, and I had a whole bunch of cars because I stayed in my room at my grandmother's house. Right. I, I, I was I was 16, I was 17, 18 years old. I didn't want to leave home. So I had 10 cars outside. Neighbors thought I was selling drugs. What kind of cars That's were crazy. they? Oh man, the Benzes, BMs. I had the Audi too, but after, you know, M, M3s, Ooh, BMs, woo. Benzes, six, you know, all kinds of Porsches, Ooh. 
You're 911? I mean? Yeah, 928. 928. You had no Caprice Classics? Um, Oldsmobile No, I grew up with those. My grandfather, you know, I grew up with the Caprice Classics and the, and the Chevrolets and the Impalas. Classics. So, yeah, yeah, I grew up with those. So, nah, I wasn't, I wanted I wanted European. I wanted to get my Euros. So, so what the fuck was you Euros. doing when it was alternate <laughs> side parking? Man, like, it was all in the. I, he had no, someone move. We, nah, nah, we was right. No, we was in Queens. My grandmother had a big yard. Okay. I was, so you I kept was all dumb, them I was, the- I was piling them joints up in the yard. My yard looked crazy. Right. It was all fresh, crispy, brand new, late models <laughs> sitting up in the yard. I'm like 17 sitting on a step on the phone. And people was across the street. Was like, I don't know what he doing. The old lady in the window. <laughs> all up in your business. She looking across the street like, yeah, I know he's selling drugs. Yeah. Like, it was crazy in the neighborhood. I'd be driving around in Queens, and the cops would roll past me and be like, "Hey, crack business is pretty good, huh?" They would say that shit to you. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And and but but it's crazy though, cause uh-huh. cause as big as you were, cause you know, yeah, rap wasn't that big, but it was yet. only big to rap fans, right? So it was only big to rap fans. So when when the cops would say that, and you would, what would you tell them? Would you tell I just them? laugh at them. right, right, right? Did you ever get really harassed though? That they oh, without a doubt, I'd be driving over on Southside. I remember I bought a um six uh six hundred no five sixty. I'm sorry. In uh in L.A. and I had the top cut, and um you know convertible joint before they made convertibles, you know what I'm saying? And brought it, got it shipped to New York. I remember I got it shipped on a truck. I was disgusted. They, they ain't put it on an indoor box joint. It was dirty, nasty. <laughs> they had my joint looking like they threw it in the mud. <laughs> but anyway, I got it fresh. It was crispy. It was right. crazy, right? right? So you know, and I I went on over on South Side, man. I'm driving around top down, like ten cops. <laughs> Guns, guns out? out? Oh, all that. They didn't want to see. I said, yo, here, man. Gave him the info. He came back. Yo, they gave me back. The, they was like. I, 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 Humble. I, oh, boy. You know, that. You know, back then, you know, it was it was unusual. Right. You know what I'm saying? To be, you know, so 17, young, 18. You know, black, African-American. You, you got, you know, $150,000 cars and right. $200,000 cars when you're 18. And, you know, it's, it's 80-something. Like, right. that's. That's not like now, you know what I'm saying? Like that's different. You it's know different. What I'm saying? Yeah, you you change you know, your destiny. At 18, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like you know they looking at you like, yo, this is. And you, I'm, I'm, I know, <laughs> yo, L, I yo. know how cocky you was. Oh, I was ridiculous. I was, the, you know, I, I mean, I was giving it to him like you wouldn't believe, man. right? You know, write more tickets. You, you make your and, hand and, fall. And we lucky that like, back then they, yeah, they was wasn't, foul. they wasn't as trigger happy as they are right now. Well, you know, the trigger happy thing, you know, I think that that, uh, you know. Uh, there's a lot to that, man. Right. You know, um, you know that a lot of it, I think, is insecurity. Um, it's a lot of fear too, right? It's, now, it's not only images. the fear, but you know, there's always, you know, you know. Quite frankly, you know, with all due respect, and this obviously does. I'm not. I don't make blanket statements because, you know, it's like that old saying: all generalizations are false, including the one this one. You know what I mean, <laughs> right? Um, but I think, you know. When you get, uh, you know, you know, the, a, a, a black man in the White House, there are going to be a small, small, and I do, and I repeat, small section of society um, who are racist, who feel their need to put blacks in their place because, mm. of course, they, you know, are, they're showing a little too much pride, right? You know what I mean? And so, you know, that's really about just putting people in their place and don't get too excited. You right. know, it's like it kind of goes back to, um, I, I, I think it was, was it, who was the, I don't, I forget which president, was it, I don't know which one it was. Was it Lyndon B. Johnson? I think it was either, I think it was Kennedy 
was like the first one. Uh, Booker T was um, the first person on Du Bois. One of them was the first person to w- visit the White House. Who was it? I think it was W.E.B. W.E.B. Du Bois. Du Bois, right? Yeah, yeah. It was him, right? And, you know, and, and, and a, a letter got sent to that the president at the time. So, you know, you know how many black folks we're going to have to, you know, finish off to, you know, to write this wrong because you invited yeah, this guy down there. Yeah. So sometimes I think that that's, and that's obviously a small section of society because right. he wouldn't be in the White House if everybody felt like that. That's true. So you can't, you know, you can't just go around making these blanket statements about every, you know. Of course. The all white people this and all the cops that. And it's bullshit. Of but course. there is a small section of society who feels the need to, 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 to you know, put people remi- in their to places. To remind us and what so our places. I, and I think that that's what, you know, or where they think of, your yeah, places. Of course, of course. <clears throat> so I think that that's more about that, <clears throat> that mixed with fear and insecurity than right. anything else. So, you know, with that stuff, you just got to kind of, you know, you can't allow the past to hold your future hostage. And at the same time, you can't, you know, you can't like slip on that banana peel and take that bait and right. go and go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you, you know, you, you know, don't you don't give a, a 800 pound gorilla a reason to punch you in the top of your head. Now nah, you try to you know what finesse I'm saying? that shit. Yeah, you got to you're going to have to finesse, you know, with the paws and all that, but you got to finesse that banana out of his hand. Yeah, you I'm, I'm real concerned about what's going on right now, man, cuz you know. They got to chill out. But, I mean, it's but, not but, it's no wins in that. Yeah, like, it's a, so it's a it's, lot of pushing. It's a lot of pushing and I don't want to see that pushback because well, if push- that pushback happens, it's going to be ugly. It's well, going to be ugly for all of us. Well, huh? law is, is reason w- without mind, right? right? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, why why put yourself in a position where you can't win? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what's what's smart about that? Yeah. You know, I think there's something to be said about, <clears throat> you know, standing up for our people. Like, it, it's just like with me, like, you know, when I did the, um, I did that song, I did the song, um, you know, accidental racist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, you know, a lot of a lot of blacks was mad at me, you know what I'm saying? Because they didn't understand. That, what I that was record saying. was out the blue. Yeah, it came but out they, the blue. But and I know a lot of people was mad because they were only mad though because they didn't understand what I was saying. Right. They were they they I may have not articulated the message properly. Right. Um I'll take I'll own that. Um but I think if they understood what I was saying, they would understand that the message that I was putting that I put in that record is what would prevent the Michael Browns and would prevent the Trayvon Martins. Right. Because when I was saying, when I was saying, um, you know. If you, know, you forgive me for the chains, I'll forgive you for the. No, what I, what I was saying with that is, what I was talking about, if you don't judge, when I say, if you don't, if you don't judge my, um, my gold chains, I won't judge the iron chains. What I was trying to say. Right. What I was trying to say is, look, if you, you know, if you don't want to arrest me and kill me and shoot me and stab me and finish me off and treat me like a piece of shit because you think I look like the, the, a hip-hop criminal crime animal, then guess what? I'll leave all that shit alone. I'll leave that in the past, and we'll just kind of hit the reset button and move forward from here. That was your intent. That was let, my let, intent. Let's reset. That, to reset and right. to say, look, it's not about forgetting Anything, because right. you can't. You you, cannot you, you forget. need history you can't in order that, to that not scale, repeat history. That, that you can't scale. forget. Right. I didn't. That wasn't my intention Got to it. tell people to like forget it. My right. intention was to say, "Yo, I won't walk around with a chip on my shoulder if you'll stop fucking with me." Right. Okay. Okay. That's what I meant. That's all I meant. So if if everybody was walking around, if 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 if, if certain people would stop fucking with us. 
and I decided not to walk around with a chip on my shoulder, wouldn't that make shit better? It would ease up a little bit. It would ease up uh, a lot uh, of uh, it. But, but we still got it. There's a lot of changes. that I know, that, but see, this is the thing. Yeah. This is the thing. How do you eat an elephant, right? One bite Bar- at a time. Barbecue be- sauce. Barbecue sauce, <laughs> one, <laughs> bite at a time. one bite at a time. Like, like you know what I'm saying? So right. I didn't say it was easy. Right. You know, but I was just thinking about like, I was just thinking about how to make it better for for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't saying I would never try to, you know, desecrate the memory of my ancestors. Like that's retarded. Or, or minimize no, the, the no, damage. Of course that's not. Right, right. I got but you, you got, I got but, you. you know, but you know, we tough though. Right. We course. gotta wear some shit too. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we still gotta wear some shit. Like, we gotta, you know, because I think as, you know, I think America in general, like, if everybody, if we just be a little less sensitive, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and just wear some shit a little bit and man up just a little bit and say, it. yeah, that was tough. Like, you know, like, I'll give you an example. Like, you know, and obviously this don't compare to slavery, right. but, you know, my step pops kicking my ass every day and yes. shooting my mother and shooting my... Now, if I, if I could just wear that a little bit and go on with my life, and try to have a career, or should I like turn into the village maniac who runs around with guns everywhere and wants to get back at everybody by shooting and cutting and it going do crazy? It See do what anything. I'm saying? Yeah. So all I was trying to do that was the micro. I was just trying to say like, yo, it's terrible, it's bad. These are bad things that have happened, but we got to get past it. You know what I'm saying? If we want to succeed as a people, yo, L. That backlash was hot though, right? It was it was, it was unbelievable. It was hot, right? But it was good. <laughs> but it was good though. Right. It was good. I, I wear it yeah. because I know, I know for a fact that that the, the the Trayvon Martin thing was because that guy was judging him. Mm-hmm. That Michael Brown thing, it was he was being judged. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't know the verdict, but he was being judged. Right. You know that 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 thing when they grabbed that that guy over there in Staten Island and choked him mm-hmm. that shit was foul he was being Eric judged yeah. he was being judged yes. you know what i'm saying these are situations where people are being judged by their appearance and lives are being like, lost like 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 you know what i'm saying like you like like i give you an example i've traveled all over the world like you know in a, in our community in the hood like we don't like and i mean a do rag look that's an old school fashion accessory all right but at the same time, you may think a do-rag is just a do-rag. Right. So you think it's just to get some waves. You're just rocking a do-rag, maybe it's a style, maybe to get some waves, whatever, you rocking your do-rag. You don't think it's nothing. But what you're not realizing is, across the railroad tracks, that shit is a gang symbol. Mm-hmm. So you, you're not realizing that across the train tracks, when your pants are sagging, that's being looked at as criminal behavior and activity, right. not a fashion statement. Right, something that could get you killed. Something, not only something that can get you killed, but something that you think is normal. Right. Something that you can't even imagine. Like, in your wildest dreams, you would never in your wildest dreams imagine comparing a do-rag to a Confederate flag. Yep. You would never in your wildest dreams imagine that. Yep. But I'm telling you, as an LL, the guy that travels the world, that people, across the tracks, they else. looking at your do-rag like you look at a fucking flat, one he's of them a, Confederate he's, flags. He's a gangbanger. I'm trying to tell no, him I got that. you, I got you. You see what I'm saying? No, and they're I got not you. realizing I got this you. I got you. So they listening to me and they're like, yo, you sound like a lunatic <laughs> because you're comparing <laughs> a hair accessory that I'm trying to brush my hair down to a goddamn flag that right. represents the murder and rape and torture of thousands of people. Right. But they're not understanding what that is looked at, how that's viewed by the people. I got you. you know what I'm I got you. I got so you. I got you. So that was like the thing, like, 
like like where I was at with it. You right. know what I'm saying? But I just didn't articulate it right. I'm just glad you survived that heat, man. I'm just so glad you. He made it through a lot of things. He's yeah, you made it through. Make, there was a lot of people too. I mean, there was a lot of backlash. I mean, obviously, you're never going to make everybody happy. With no, what you can't saying. because not especially when you talk about politics. Most right? definitely, especially when you talk about it's politics, something as sensitive religion. as race. Not only race, right. but I mean, I'll give you an example. Like, like um, you know. It's just like, you know, when you talk about, and I don't want to get like too deep, but when you talk about like, um, you know, Christianity and, and Islam and, you know, the differences in the Western and Islamic thought. And then you have like, you know, you know, Christians who, who, who became, you know, it's more about nationalism and, you know, you know, is, is Islamic people who, you know, Muslim are looking at it like, you know, we're all Muslims no matter where we're at. Right. And, you know. You know the, the 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 Muslim who who lives in Egypt feels closer to a Muslim in Turkey than he does to a Christian in Egypt. Right. You know, and it's different. It's not the same. Like, the, you know, the mindset is different. I just think that you have to have the ability to have, you know, paradigm shifts when you're dealing with this world. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and be more flexible in, gotta, terms, in terms just, of in terms of your vision. Yes, you got to be flexible, but you got to understand that everything is not always the way you think it. It, everything's it, it, it not seems. all about you. Once again, everything's not all about you. Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. But look, we we live in a. At the end of the day, man, you know, we can complain and beef, but we live in a great country. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yes, we we go through some tough stuff, but you know what? Um, you, you know, could tweet about some shit and they won't come over and cut your fucking fingers off, homie, dude. homie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or the do rag won't get you. you I mean, like this, 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 this segment will be like so high rated, highly rated because I went in just now with no, that it, shit. And, and I appreciate it's gonna it, go. But I, I wanted to just say it because I think they need to hear it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I feel like it's something that needs to be heard. And I know that, you know, they are intellectuals who want to, you know, they're going to, you know, they want to take me to task about systemic racism yeah. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. And I get that. They, I'm not saying I don't understand that. I'm just saying that you know, in life, man, like, you know what I'm saying? We got to man up. It's time for us to man up, man. Now you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, huddle up. You know, like, yo, we got to man up. We got to huddle like, up, yo, man. that shit happened, but now we got to we gotta move forward. You're right, man. You know, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just telling you, like, you're not going to win trying to look backwards, man. You're not going to be able to get where you want to go looking in the rear view. Right. Unless you got automated driving. Let's no go, more sagging pants. Anyway. Let's go back a little bit more, man. All right. So, so you're at your third album. Oh, third album. We, we third album. We, okay. we, we're about to move forward. Panther. Panther, okay. right? And at this point, you're really feeling yourself. You're still yeah. young. You're making a lot of money. You're still maturing. You're feeling yourself. Yeah. But the world is changing around you. The rap world is like, I made a comparison earlier. It's kind of being gentrified because now you got all other types of styles coming in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and rap starts changing. Yeah. And then you start noticing that this, 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 this rain that you had. You know what I'm saying? You sitting at the top, it's starting to change. You go to Harlem. I forgot what the incident was. Oh, the was. Yusef Hawkins thing. Yusef Hawkins mm, thing. Yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah. Was it with Jesse Jackson? Uh, I don't know if he was in Al Sharpton. Uh, was it Al Sharpton? I'm not real sure. But, but you go to Harlem. Yeah. This is this your hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're booing you, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, what's going on through your mind, B? Oh, that was just motivation. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was like great it, it didn't throw you off a little bit? It didn't throw me off at all because, you know, you got to realize why they were booing me. They were booing me because I was celebrating my success. Right. I was, you know, there was no internet then, so they couldn't hate on in the comments. Right. So it was like, you know, <laughs> it was about like, you know, you got to remember chains. I had introduced chains to the game. Champagne. Champagne. I got, I got girls. I got supermodels. Right, right. I got Benzes. I got gold rims. I got diamonds, Benzes, ice. Porsche. You know what I mean? All of this stuff, but like really bringing this to the to the game, like. 
never seen before right. in hip hop. Like I'm really introducing this. Like everything that's commonplace now. Like I'm really the first guy, and I'm really introducing this. They didn't appreciate it. And they the was, message is changing though. Like the, you, you got the PE, you got Chuck D, you got, you got the, the, the X Clan, X Clan. You got the Eric B and Rock Kims and the Boogie Down Productions. When you're looking around at the terrain, well, Kane was doing it too a little yeah, but, 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 bit. But he was just saying Black Power. Yeah, he was, was saying doing. King Asiatic, King Asiatic, <laughs> King with Asiatic. Now give me a bottle of champagne. But, but what are you thinking <laughs> about the terrain as it's changing? Because you know, at the same time, I didn't the, care. You know you what? You didn't care. Nah. Did because, you ever feel threatened? Nah, I never do. Right. Nah. Was there ever? Well, a, well, wait, let me take that back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When when people attack you on records, right. I felt threatened. Right. Yeah. But were you like like for example, Kane? Like Kane mm-hmm. was. He, his whole shit was like so crazy different. Did you feel like, yo, I got to really watch this dude? No. Never? Nah, because okay. it's, you know, that would mean I'm following. Right. You know what I'm saying? You always want to know what other artists are doing just because I was a fan. and still am. I, I listen to everybody. I'm a fan of hip hop. So I don't get caught up in like, I'm not like Elvis Presley shooting the television when the Beatles are on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, did he do that? Yeah, that's what allegedly, I heard. right? Allegedly, oh, that's you crazy. Know what yeah. I'm saying, I, I'm not. That's not me. Like right. I, you know, I just listen to it and like it. I don't have to. You know, I always feel great. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You know what I mean? Like in terms as an artist, I like I always feel like I'm great. Like right. I don't need to have the main record on the radio, although I would like to. Right. You know, but I know that this is no different from sports in the sense that you can't win it every year. Right. You know, but and you're the guys be in it. Yeah, be exactly. In it. And yeah. every artist goes through this honeymoon period, this do no wrong phase where everything they make, I'm talking about the guys that make it to the elite level, the top level, where everything they make is always hot and everybody likes everything. And then one day you wake up and you and people say, "Okay, I've heard him a lot now. Now I'm just going to judge him based purely on the material. I'm no longer under the spell." Right. Okay? And then when you're no longer under the spell, then now now we're in a different place. Now they now it's collabo time and it's, you know, we got to figure this shit out. You know, it's like it's like almost like like right now when my go-to comes out, these people haven't heard me in so long. I'll be a new guy again. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You ain't heard my voice on the radio like nah, that. It's nah, refreshing. Yeah. This yeah. shit's refreshing. Yeah. You hear the two-on remix with Tanasha, you're like, yo, Woo. dude, he can round like a motherfucker. Yep. That shit hot. Well, you, like, I, like, I said, like I said, you never lost <laughs> yeah, I ain't heard him. You never no, lost but, but that, what I'm saying is people stop appreciating it. Yes, it's yes. like Robert De Niro, right? It's like he's, he's a similar guy to me in hip-hop in the sense that he's so great as an actor that you now, at this point, we only talk about his bad performances it's, it's yeah. or take, look for his bad performances. For yeah. He get, he make 90 great movies and 50 or uh, let's say 100 whack terrible movies and 90 great ones. And all we talk about is 100 bad ones. But it's yeah. even almost like we had John Forte on the episode and he was talking about how these days people you know, will go look at a, a, a blog or Instagram and there'll be 100 fucking great comments and there'll be one wrong like bad comment. And we'll push away all those great comments and look at that one bad comment. Right. And, and, and you know, instead of instead of appreciating those ninety nine other great comments, because you know that you know pressure makes diamonds and human beings, man, you know it's conflicts in our nature. You know what I'm saying? We we we're not, we're animals, man. You know, there's just a, a a certain amount of conflict that's in our nature, and we just look for that shit. And you know, we just you know people were we concern ourselves with acceptance so much that we just notice every little thing. I you know me. You know, at this point, you know, I just like to make, I just want to make great music, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? And 
and, and, and do my thing. And I know that I know that the music, the genre is, you know, so young, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, that all I got to do is just make great music because, you know, everybody now that's, you know, on fire, you know, in 10, 15 years, we'll find out what they made of. Yep. You know, having a 10-year run don't mean shit. <laughs> not, not in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Longevity. Like, we're like going to see. We're going to see. Like, we'll see. I mean, you know, you have guys, you know, they're unbelievable. And, yeah. you know, and, you know, I mean, like, I love, you know, I love Big. Big was my man. I love Big. He made two albums, B. I don't know what Big would be doing right now. That's crazy. It's a long time later, homie. That's crazy. Shit changed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Like, you, you know, like... It's no telling. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't just judge it based on... Where it is now. You can't base it on the height of the success. You got you to gotta base it on... It's more than that. It's a body of work. It's more than just the height of success. You know, I mean, it was Leonardo DiCaprio the greatest actor in the history of Hollywood after Titanic? I mean, if he what if he would have, God forbid, what if he would have passed away to, after that movie That would have been out? a hell of a mark right there. What, what, what would people have said about him? Yeah. Like, who would he have been? Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, with this rap shit, you know, these guys, like, people, like, you got to let this thing unfold, man. Like, the move, the credits ain't roll on the movie yet, homie. The tenure. Like, the tenure. It's, yo, it's, it's beyond tenure because tenure denotes, like, you're locked in and, you know, that's it. nobody can move that's, you. That's what's going to define nah, you. This, this is not, this is beyond that because, remember, it's subjective. Mm. I got to come up with some shit every year. It's not a lot, a guaranteed job. You know, you, you know what I mean. You know, L man, you, you one of the things that that we appreciate about you also is is you know your legacy as a battler, like a rap battler, and the uh, the battles that you survived, the ones that's been public <laughs> and the whole nine. <laughs> but the one that I used to hear about a lot, yeah, you know what I'm saying when I used to work with Damon, yeah. was the the, the 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 garage battles oh, you used to God. have with Jay Z. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, yeah, talk about Yo, it. People, can you people, talk about this though? Listen, the internet's want to know. Listen, I want to know. These, these guys need to stop lying, man, right? Okay, and stop making shit up. Wait, wait, hold no. on, hold on, no. So you never had this. You, is, let me let me explain to you exactly what happened, okay. what took place. Yes, I was in a club. Yes, I was drinking champagne okay. and drunk. Yes, I came outside. I was actually rapping and rhyming with Sauce Money. Okay, okay. Source money was rhyming. Right. I said my shit. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? When I was done with or like 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 maybe four or five rhymes, I'm finished with all my rounds and everything. Then Jay came over and start rapping some shit. Okay? I was done. I had nothing else. <laughs> all right? He was already walking yo, away. I had nothing else right. to say. Right, okay? Right, right, right. So I just ran out of shit. Right. Okay? I wasn't going to sit there and start repeating rapper's delight or some shit. Right. You know, I said one little thing from like a um some record I had coming out and, at and, the time. And they admitted it. They, and, amb ambushed, they and, ambushed you. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't, it's not even about an ambush. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it ain't even an ambush. I mean, okay, you could call it that, but the reality is I was out of rhymes. It yeah. was over. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You, you know, like, see me when I got some clip. You you know, you, right. you caught me. To be me. continued. I mean, if you want it. But did, I you, mean, did it, you tell them? It's like, you know what? But I got the record deal. I don't even remember oh, what right, I right, said yeah. because it didn't even, it, it, it's like, I can't even tell you, like, like it was one of those things that look. You, look, here's the reality. Yeah, people can say what they want, but the proof is in the pudding, man. Yes. And if anybody wanted a problem with me, they would have let people know. Right. 
Have you heard anybody wanting a problem with me? Not in a while. Any of the people that you're talking about? Yeah, not since not since. Have you, no, but even, no, 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 not cannabis. Right, right. With them specific, like, have you heard anybody say, "Oh, you know what? I'm dying to to to, 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 to battle LL." Like, like I'm dying to get on a record and go at LL. Like, I would love to do that. You think they're sitting somewhere right now thinking that's a good plan? Well, that that hasn't happened. I, what I'm telling you is, what I'm telling you is, the, the, sometimes the best thing to say is. Is nothing right? You know what I'm saying. He's and so so so. What I'm saying is, yeah. One day I came out of club with and, a pocket that, full of money. But, but, and but champagne. that is the story, though. That is and, the, and story. It's the truth. No, but I'm saying it's that's absolutely a, true. But that's the story but I heard. And and I'm glad that I'm glad that everybody was inspired. But right. you know, if you you, you know, did inspire them, I, I'm glad I did. I'm glad <laughs> I could be of service. I'm glad I could be of service and inspire uh, you. But beyond that, like if you really think like you did something, then right. you know you you, you know. Let's let, let's jump ahead. Let's let's jump ahead. I think one of the most amazing chapters of your career. Your L's having a good time. Do you really think they were gonna battle him? No, listen. I want to I want to move forward now, man. Everybody, these dudes had plenty of opportunities to do anything they wanted to do to L, man. Like you know what I'm saying. Like if they really wanted to rhyme on a record and spit, yes, tell them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and no, they don't want to do that. No. Like, and, and I, you know ah. what? And I, I don't want any problems either. No. So, you know, yes, let's, let's, let's just all let's just keep it moving. Yeah, let's just let's keep it moving. Let's stop pretending. Let's, pretending. let's stop pretending. Okay. The story's, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the story's overhyped. Because let's that stop book. pretending Yo, that let's, shit. Let's move pretending. forward, man. Yeah, one, exactly. I, I think one of the amazing chapters of your rap career that I really enjoyed mm -hmm. was you mentioned Big. And like when the whole... When the when the terrain started shifting again, mm -hmm. and it was the reign of of, of Bad Boy and the mm -hmm. ascension of Biggie, mm -hmm. and and that 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 Craig Craig Mack mm -hmm. remix piece, absolutely. Like, were you on one B? Like, what the fuck? Like, he she? Like, Yo, what the fuck was you yeah, on? Yeah, this is exactly that was what some I'm, other yeah, shit, my nigga. First of all, me and my man Top Five, yeah. you know what up to Top Five because he did the Tanache remix. Right, that was some shit. We'd be running around like we'd be like, hey, shit. <laughs> Like, for no goddamn reason. Everybody's running around. They want to know, is it a tranny? Is it a goddamn I'm not even going to No, but pause. I'm just saying, pause. pause. Yeah, yeah. I'm just being pause, honest. Pause. Like, like, the internet is crazy. Right, like, right. these dudes are crazy. Like, I just are came they saying up, that? I never heard that. Me, they came up with all kind of shit. They trying to deduct it with the deuce, what he's saying, pink cookies in a plaque. Listen. Listen. I'm just saying the shit was hot. I know. I know what you're saying, but I'm just going one step further and okay. just addressing shit. Right. I'm using the Combat Jack show to address shit. Okay. Nah, I'm, so I'm being a little bit it's more like, a little platform. bit more forthcoming. I like that. I, mean? I like that. I'm just going yeah. there. I'm just going there. All right? Forthcoming, my nigga. Yeah, like, here, pause. <laughs> yo, yeah. <laughs> yo, so. <laughs> pause. So. Get him out. Like, so the, like. You know, me and my man Top Fight, we used to run around here, shit, and just talking shit. And I just went on and made the record. And then actually, I wrote another verse to it. I changed the verse. And then I was like, you know, after I changed the verse, I said, yo, I did another one. I let Puff hear it. He was like, yo, I know what that he, she, shit, my nigga. Yo, like, I mean, you can go out the way you want to go out, you know, but that he, she, shit is high. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, it's just. I like, can't imagine the record, yeah. a different version. Yeah, though. I did a different verse. It was hot, though. It was crazy. But, but, how, but how did it feel, man? Like, this is another generation. It just cats. felt like, you know what? It was, it was all good. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just, uh, it was like, um, you know, just the, the 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 natural progression of something you love. Right. Like I didn't see, I didn't feel like I never was a guy that felt like 
like, like, like the game is a walled garden and no one else is allowed in. I've never had that spirit and that mentality. That's not my thing. Right. I'm a guy that likes, you know, that that if I have friends, I have them for forever. The more the merrier. Saying like, mm-hmm. I, if I have people I know, like you know, I grew up with, like I'm still cool with them now. Like, there's very few people that I couldn't, you know, like there's no way I couldn't go back to in my life, right? So that comes from having an open heart and an open spirit. So I didn't feel like. Oh, the game is changed. I just felt like, oh, cool, new people, new shit. Let's go. Hot. Yo, Puff got, yo, he got good taste in music. Yeah. I like this beat. Yeah. Yo, let's do it. So he didn't like the new verse? He like he thought it was all right, but, but he, he liked the he, 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 he liked the other one. He she. He liked the he she. Anybody ever heard that verse? I don't know. It's around. Do you remember? Around but, but what, what, what the fuck is a blowtitious though? I was just like, you know, <laughs> he shit. You know, blowtitious, just some ill shit. Just some yeah, like that, I was just like was skeevy, so, that sh- delicious, that like the, so with the broads. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just making up my own word for the broad, like like you know what I'm saying? Blotitious. Like she just so blotitious <laughs> with it. Like you know what I mean? I was like Rayquan in it. You're making you know language. Yeah, you yeah. create like, language. I was, I was doing my. I was I was it was woo slang. I was like you know. But the most exciting thing around that period was the rumors that Puff was gonna manage you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. You, you know, know what? Yeah, I'm going to tell you the story. And, and I was Puff, excited because- Puff, Let me tell you something. Puff actually managed me for about two weeks. What happened? What happened? And I'm not saying- I'm going to tell you exactly yeah, 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 what, what happened. happened. What happened was, you know, like, you know, look, look, Puff is my man. I love him, but he don't know more than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like- so it's like it's hard, yes, like, L. and at that time, at that take time, that. it's like, take that. at that take time, that. it's take like, that. no, that's just my man. I love him. Look, <laughs> yeah. Puff is my man, no. but you know, I mean, you know, he makes a lot of money, and that's right. great. But he, he don't but know you more felt, about hip hop than me. Like, you, you felt it wasn't the right. It, it wasn't that it was right or wrong. It was just that, that, you know, like, Puff wanted to be a star, man. Yeah. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, you got to make your mind up. Be like, it was just a different. I didn't necessarily know if those decisions were right. Like, I. He wanted me to do this or that. You know, it was just it was just like a thing where we just agreed, you know, and then I like got my album. I'm looking, I'm like, I see Puff name on the album. I'm like, yo, dude, crazy. This is like old albums. He got the bad boy management on the album. He hustling and all that. He got that. the stamp already. It was, it was too much, man. Right. It was just too, it was Shit, too ill. You picked up your first yeah, album. Yeah, you yeah, like, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, how, how the bad boy yeah, get yeah, off yeah, yeah, my yeah, first yeah, album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a gangster. Yo, your you cars know? were wrapped in yeah, bad boy. Yo, he's a, yeah, he's a, the boy is a is a monster and he's my man. I love him. You know what I'm saying? We always break bread and that's my friend and, you know, he knows he, he knows he's crazy. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he was doing too much. Yeah. At that time, you were just going with your gut? Like, yeah, like, yeah. I just, I've look, what people don't realize is that throughout my career, for the most part, I've been pretty much self-managed. You know what I'm saying? I've managed myself right. the majority of my career. I've I've had manage managers slash consultants like you know Chris Lighty may rest in peace was like you know my manager, but really, but we were bouncing shit off each other. It so wasn't you were like, like you know what I'm saying like equals, like we were equals right. exactly. Like you know management now, you know yes, I have managers, but I'm the leader. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I have great management. You know Claudine Joseph. You know. My whole camp, my, my office, they're great, you know, but I lead the ship, you know, in a good way. In a, and right. they do a tremendous job. I mean, they do a tremendous job. But, but um, yeah, like when you talk about like, uh, you know, you know, I've had guys in my life like, you know, at one point, you know, Charles Fisher for, for a few years. But that was kind of, 
you know, I was still kind of making my own decisions. Right. And then, you know, baby Chris a little bit. for You know, I've had different people here and there. But for the most part, I've just managed myself and just made my own decision. Right. Yo, you know talk saying? talk about, you know, we're talking about this rap shit and, and, and this, this, this indelible history that you're creating. But then you end up and you do this role. You get this role in this small movie called The Toy. Mm-hmm. With Robin Williams. How did mm-hmm. that come about? Because did that really change? Well, I had path? made movies before that. I made Crush Groove. I right. made Wildcats. Right. I'd always right. love acting. Right. Um, I'd love acting since, you know, I love music. I used to be with my man Pierre, and he had the, the little video camera, and we'd be making, you know, movies and karate movies, and I we'd be up on Jamaica Avenue going to see Bruce no Lee and all that. Though, right? No porn nah, flicks, Nah, nah, okay. pause. nah. No, no, that pause decline. You know, I mean, I don't have a problem with porn flicks. I don't have a problem with that. was a thirsty pause, L. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Slow down, L. And then, um, You're killing them. Who's <laughs> <laughs> filling them with octane? Yeah. <laughs> so I just, you know, just kept, I always Pushing. wanted to give myself options, and right. and I, I've always been a believer that if you have many talents, you shouldn't limit yourself. But that was a big break, though. I mean, because that yeah. really put yeah. you on a, like you were yeah. on stage, you were on a, on film with Robin Williams. Did yeah. you know at the time that that was changing your life nah. or the path of your life? No, nah, I didn't. I didn't know it was an inflection point. Yeah, how was it working with Robin, man? Oh, he was. Yo, Robin Williams was amazing, man. He was a genius. May he rest in peace. He was, he was funny. Uh, you know. It was funny because at that time we had like the same accountant or something. Because I had moved on from Stash More Cash and Burt Bedell and right. I was over with uh, another guy. And, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, that was crazy, man. Robin was, uh, man, he was a super talented dude. He was probably the most brilliant guy, one of the most brilliant guys I've, I've ever met. So witty and smart right. and clever and quick, you know what I mean? Did, did you man, maintain your relationship with him? No, I mean, we didn't. I was a, a, a lot younger than him. And, right. you know, we just sold different different worlds. You know, I'm running around with Alpo and shit. I, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you know, he, uh, Big Chuck. But he, uh, nah, we were cool. Every time I seen him, we would talk and we would kick it. How about working with uh, Al Pacino? Al Pacino was amazing. Um, we hung out a lot during the filming of Any Given Sunday. Oliver Stone hung out. How, how important was that that speech that he made? Remember it was that unbelievable. Speech? It mean, was unbelievable, man. I mean, that's a great movie, by the way, man. Thank you, man. Yo, it was it was great working with Al Pacino. You know, going to eat with him, sitting there talking with him. Um, you know, just vibing with him. In character, was he always in character? Uh, yeah, sometimes he was, sometimes he wasn't, but he was always very cool. You know, when I say cool, I don't mean like a nice guy. I mean he's just a cool motherfucker. Cool dude. He's cool. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it was ill. You know, I've hung out with some of the most amazing people. Like, you know, I've been like, you know, me and Quincy Jones. We hang out with Frank Sinatra. You know, uh-huh. I'll be I'll be in Vegas. Yeah, and, that's crazy. You know, I'll be in Vegas with Frank Frank Sinatra. You know, and you know, I remember one day, you know, and Frank Sinatra says to Quincy, he says, hey, Q, you have any problems? You call me, I'll call LL. He'll break somebody's legs for you. Forget about it. You know, forget about it. You know what I mean? It. He was like, it was great. And, like, I'll be hanging out with him and, you know, you know, you know, me and Michael Jackson and, and, uh, and uh, Michael Milken and, and Quincy Jones will be on the plane. Do you ever have to around. pinch yourself and say, I can't believe? I mean, and, and this is not taken away from your legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying because sometimes I, right now I can't believe I'm talking to you. You know what I'm saying? But like, do you ever have to pinch yourself and be like, "Yo, I'm 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 with Michael Jackson. I'm with I mean, Quincy Jones. Absolutely, I'm with, man. I mean, Frank Quincy Sinatra, Jones. Frank Sinatra, Quincy Jones, Michael Al Jackson, Al Pacino, Robert Rob De Niro. Williams. You know, um, many presidents. Um, 
I mean, you know, it's just, uh, you know, the Bible says that your talent will bring you before great men. You know what I'm saying? It's your character will keep you there. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just thankful, man. I, I, I don't try to claim too much credit for that stuff, you okay. know. Um, I think uh, I try to leave the ego on the records, you know what I'm saying, um, quite frankly. That's the only time I'm really cocky. But you but you but had to learn that, though, right? I, no. No? No. No, I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. My grandmother raised me raised me well. Right. I've never I, – I, I may have had my moments, but in general, I've never been – you know, people I think can take – like, you know, hip-hop is a funny thing because, and I guess that's what makes it great, but the reality is, let's take it off for me for a second. Um, it, sometimes it's embodying what you're saying in a rhyme to the point that people think that's you all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that's sometimes, you know, what was going on. Right. So, you know, if I do a record and I'm like so cocky on that record and I'm embodying it so much in the video and I got you, I'm leaning on you so crazy with the whole movement, you think I'm always like that. Right. But that's not what it is. Yeah. It's like seeing a guy box or like a guy playing football or like a guy not, playing they, basketball. Like Michael Jordan ain't gonna come in here and, you know, pull you short and when you look around dunk on you. Right, like, right. I mean, it's, that's a different, that's a different thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so that's how it was with me. So, no, I've never been a cocky guy. Okay. You know, these guys now, like, I think that the cocky thing, it's like I was always, I, I, I've always believed that displaying your skills was what, you know, you know. Was, yeah, I celebrated was, with the money a little required, bit. Right, yeah. But display your skills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You like always, you're not gonna like you're never gonna get me to be a fan of yours because you got a bigger chain than me. Right. That's, that that's, shit don't mean nothing to me. Yeah, B. Just, just like, I can't even tell you how much it don't mean. You could have lucky charms on your neck. <laughs> I've had your rings goddamn your, your head. Now I don't even care. Like you goddamn, you could have a goddamn Ferrari helicopter land in your mama's. You, you see your it mama's prawn turn it into a submarine and four Cuban girls jump out really mermaids. <laughs> I wouldn't give a goddamn. It's not gonna mean nothing to me. I want, if you don't have skills, I'm not impressed when it comes to hip hop. I'm gonna tell you. Period. What, I'm gonna tell you what also impresses me as a, as a fellow family man. Like you've 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 protected your family. You got it. And you've been with your family, and I think that needs to be applauded, man. But I really want to talk about the challenges you face, man. When when your lady, when Simone, mm -hmm. um, was had cancer, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Can, can you can you walk us through that, yeah, man? You know, like was that was that a crazy? I mean, I mean, I can understand it was. Well, you know, my wife, you know, they found a tumor in her, her, her tibia bone. And, um, you know, so she had to get this real invasive <sighs> surgery right. and she wasn't going to be, she wasn't able to walk for about a year. Right. And uh, <laughs> it's funny, you know, people would come around crying and, you know, and then after they cry and I'd bring them to the front door and give them a tongue lash and wouldn't let them come back no more. Right. Don't bring that shit Yeah, in yeah don't bring that crying and right. shit around here. Be, you know, I ain't trying to hear that shit, man. Don't come back. Hey, be mad. No. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't don't feel sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yo, get out of here with that shit, man. Right. Be whining and crying and all that, you man. You can't keep man your spirits up. high. But, yeah, but, but you had to be yeah, but, shaken, though. But basically, I was very shaken, and, and, you know, it was very tough, and it came out around the time. When, that happened when, when I had head sprung out. Right. And, uh, you know, so if you look, I didn't do any promotion on that album whatsoever. And, uh, you know. At that time, the label, you know, they thought I was the worst guy in the world. And, you know, 
no Co- compa- a, co- no com- a cocky star, a cocky artist who's arrogant, who doesn't think he has to promote and doesn't need to, you know, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't get it, and you know, he's, you know, what's, you know, he's like people, yeah, he's right. too big for his britches. In the reality, I'm sleeping in a hospital, right? You know what I'm saying? Trying to, you know, make sure that this, you know, this girl with this new baby doesn't, you know, you know, feel like, you know, alone, right? You know what I'm saying? And but you know, sometimes it goes back to that old classic book, um, "The Tale of Two Cities." You know, um, it, the first line sums it up. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You know what I'm saying? And and you guys survived it. Congratulations. Yeah, no, definitely. And she, you know, she has a jewelry line now, yes. the Simona Smith jewelry. Nice. Um, and that's available at Macy's. You know, go what I'm cop saying? that. I never yeah. knew the value <laughs> of of marriage. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Until because yeah. you know, I, I've been married for 18 years now. Yeah. But. I never really saw the true value of marriage until one of my friend's parents. Um, they had been married for 40 years and then his wife got cancer. And then I saw like the strength of the bond. Like, you know, you see the yeah, bickering man. over the yeah, years yeah, and the whole yeah, night, yeah, but yeah. when you go through something like that, definitely, when you come man. through that fire, nothing can, can break that. Oh, definitely. And I, you know, and look, I needed to do that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, it was ridiculous over the years anyway, so right. I needed to, I needed to do that. I needed to man up on that one because it was nasty. Nah. You know, that wasn't a good look, and right. I, I wanted to be there for it. I, I, you know, I'm a strong believer in, um, you know, doing the best you can to do right by people. Yes. And um, anybody that's in my life, you know what I'm saying, I try to treat them right. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I don't believe in hurting the people around me. You know what I'm saying? And I believe in supporting your team. And I feel like, you know, you know, taking care of your soldiers doesn't make you a weak boss. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm. Looking looking out for them. You know what I'm saying? And and these are all members of your team, your wife, your kids. Like Those are the people, people that- These that, are your they, soldiers. They don't, they don't give a take fuck about them. LL. They you got to take care yeah, of them. Exactly. You got to take care of yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to. You know what I'm saying? So it's mandatory. And that goes for even beyond just family, like people in your company, your organization- just in general, you got to take care of your people. Yes. You know, you don't run around just like, you know, you know, making it about you. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster. Yes, sir. Couple of last questions, man. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious, man, and and I applauded you, man, when you when you flipped the dude in your house, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like like yeah, like, yeah. like 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 you've heard you've told the story, yeah, yeah. man, but Yeah, yeah, that you, was you crazy. Been, like <laughs> LL's not to be fucked with. L. Nah, nah. L, you in Hollywood now, right? You getting manicures and pedicures, right? <laughs> you, 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 got, you got the accounts, you know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> you smile in front of these white people. America loves you. <laughs> smile in front of white <laughs> right? That's funny. That's fine. No, 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 no. I'm not, no, not, not shots. I'm saying you yeah, on yeah, TV yeah, yeah. every week. I know what you I mean. mean. I'm I didn't mean, I'm seriously mean that as a shots. So, small fuckers in your house. Yo, listen, listen. Like, let, me, let me explain. Something. Does something change or it never changed? I, you know, I don't know. Were you I don't possessed? Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, I think I did what any man would do. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. I like, like you yoked you this? Like, did you yoke two him? Piece did you that two piece that I mean, I, you know, we- You we, gave we, him the ghetto yoga and no, stretched his back out? We had, a real, we had a real fight. <laughs> right. We had, you know, what we needed to do. We did what we needed to do. Was he swinging back? He tried. Right. A little bit. You put him to sleep. He tried. You know, it started off as a, we know, we're going to get it in. Yeah, we're going to get it in. Right. Did he think that nobody was home? Apparently. 
Damn. <laughs> I, you know, and, I, and it all happened. I was in my drawers, which right. made it really bizarre. Right. You know what I'm saying? Barefoot? Penitentiary. He's bare, barefoot? Absolutely. Oh. Drawers on. <laughs> just coming downstairs. Like, you. like, hey, long, like, I walk downstairs. Like, I'm on the way. I'm like, huh? There's a, there's a man <laughs> in my house? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yo. <laughs> and he walked out the kitchen and came at me, and it was like, did he have anything on? Like he had any? He had weapon? all black on. Looked like Charles Manson with the beard, and he had the beard and all black with the shit on the boots. Tough, tough looking guy. Yeah, yeah. He looked. He looked. I mean, tough. I mean, it's one in the morning. I don't expect you to be at my house. Right. I mean, you know, my so he got all the black on, and you, and you, you, you ever had somebody? Draws. You ever be in there just you know whipping up an egg, and somebody just tap you on the shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, like it, it don't matter who no, it is. It could be a two year old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was terrified. So which makes it worse because I gave him. A terrified ass whipping. Nice. When you get a terrified ass whipping from a guy that's 240, 250, you, 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 yeah, you that, got a problem. Some serious nice. shit. You're having a problem. Oh, it's, but it's, it's just so yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's just so amazing how that added on to the legend of LL. Yo, be like, homie, yo, I was, yo, he's not the Like, be I'm reading with. Twitter, like, LL beat somebody in his house, a, a, a fucking burger. <laughs> now, now, Marley Moss said he almost caught it too. Yeah, he yeah, said yeah. he was in, in the guest house a couple of weeks later yeah, 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 and yeah, triggered yeah. the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about the two piece Marley? No, no, no. I would never do that to Marley. That's my man. Nah, but it was it was crazy, man. You know, that's that. Yo, look, anybody, look, people from the street know. Like, yo, when you in the street, like, it's like, if you when you walk into a, a neighborhood that you're not familiar with, right. and you like, you're a confident person, but you're not totally comfortable, if something jumps off, you're giving them the, the, the real psycho ass whip, like the psycho fight, like the real crazy, not like, oh, I'm a tough guy. I'm, you know, you don't need to do that. Like, right. just really giving it to them. Like, I just had to do it, man. Nice. And I, I helped him there. I can't believe ADT didn't call you and sponsor you after that. You know? <laughs> I, I'm For saying, real. B. And you know who else owes you a chip? Like, like, you should do some with Oreo, you know? Because yeah, yeah. that's been a long time. They need them Cool well, J cookies. Kangos, Oreos. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Yo, L, L, why the Kango? I love the hat. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just always felt like I looked cool in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Was it a security blanket, man? A little bit. A little bit. But I also was a little kid that just wanted to look cool in some right. shit. Like, it was just the style. Like, and I was always the dude. I didn't want to take my hat off. And then when I got to Hollywood and they was like, yo, but you know, X, Y, and Z. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Was it a figure, ceremony? Did you, you have to out? go through some nah, exorcism nah. to take the hat off, man? <laughs> nah, man. The, maf- the mafia appreciated you wearing yo. that Kango, man. Oh, one more question, man. How did, you, how did you keep these white people giving you checks after you did that gap shit with FUBU, man? Like, like well, was, was I wasn't there a fallout? funny with the white people. No, because they, they were willing to... They, I mean, why wouldn't they support a, a a a young small company once they find out that it was done? Like, but you know how corporate America is. Yeah, but it was no backlash. America, let me tell you, no, because corporate America, very much, you know, is 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 about bootstrapping. Right. And corporate America totally understands. They understand. They know what it means to try to make it and to try to succeed. I mean, the people that are at the highest heights in corporate America are very hard workers, very determined. They know they have to be innovative. They know you have to get in where you fit in. They expect you to put your best foot forward. They expect you to do whatever you it takes to succeed. So, you know, they're probably like, good for you. Kudos. Okay. That's dope, man. You know, you you, you got one and, you know, see you around. That's like, dope. It, that's I mean, dope. it's not personal. Right. That's dope. Yeah, nah, I don't, nah, it's no, I, I get along with, you know, you know, all of the, 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 you know, the high level, you know, people in corporate America in this country. Um, you know, um, I have great relationships and you know, supreme respect for them, and they give me, you know, love and respect, and, you know. And that's what made you be the diversified person you are today. You know what, man, with, you know, ultimately, that's just about, you know, multiplying your talents. You know, if you can 
act, then you act. If you can rap, then you rap. If you can host, then you host. Right. Like, when you can do different things, you should do different Most things. Most definitely. But not like, everybody could do that. Oh, no, Every, not a lot of people want to come out of their comfort zone. No, a lot also. of people are afraid yeah. to do that. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid to try things because they're more concerned with looking foolish than they are with the possibility of success. Right. True. See, I, I, I that's why, you know, I'm, you know, it's like, you know, you bat 300 and you can make it in the Hall of Fame, right? 330, mm-hmm. 333, mm-hmm. something like 315. that. 315. Yeah, okay, 315. How many did you miss at that point? A whole I mean, lot. we're talking about six something. Yep. You know what I mean? Or 545, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you want to do the math? Like, look at that right there. It's crazy. You you losing a lot. Like you making it into the Hall of Fame and, and you 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 missing like seven out of ten. Yeah. So the result of that is the result of that, and I want to say this, you know, you we spoke about this, I think, with Ice T. And here goes LL. We know him as LL. I mean, I'm proud of all your diversifications. My ninety three year old grandmother knows who you are from that's NCIS. A blessing. That's a blessing. And says He's so great. I was you, telling you. Told, you told you know, him. I told him. You know, he's so, him and his partner. They're so funny on the NCIS. They're great together. Ninety-three years old. Ninety-three Italian years old. Woman. Knows who LL. That's Kujay a blessing. Is. Did you ever think that would be possible? I. You know what? I. I really didn't. Um. You know, I just. I'm very thankful. Like, never think for a minute that LL Cool J doesn't understand who he is, his value in society. In America, globally, um, you know, uh, NCIS Los Angeles is in over 205 countries. How many seasons now? This is our sixth season. Whew. We're in syndication. Ah. It's a different, you know, thing. But I'm very clear about that. Like I'm, and I'm very grateful, and you know, very appreciative. And I try to carry myself in a way that makes not only, you know, black people proud, but America in general proud. Doesn't mean that I'm always gonna be on, on the right side. It doesn't mean that I'm always I'm not Mr. Polite and I'm not running for office. Okay. So it's not like I'm not trying to be on a pedestal. You know, if I wanna say piss shit, I'm gonna say piss shit. It is what it is. But that being said, I try to carry myself like a man's man and, you know, with respect and give the respect that I expect to receive and just move right. You know what I'm saying? And and I think people recognize that. You know what I'm saying? I, I've did things wrong. I don't claim to be perfect. We all do. But, you know. We all do. I, I try to do my best. Yeah. You know? what, what's your thoughts, man? Closing thoughts on this whole Bill Cosby thing, man, and the, the fire. Man, and- you know, look, man, I, I wasn't there, man. Right. You know, look, yeah, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy how the whole perception could know. change overnight, man. It's it's. It, it, it is what it is. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what the victory is for for anybody. Like, I don't know. What the end game well, is. Yeah, what is the, where are we going with this? Like, what's about to happen with that? Right. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't there. Yeah. So, you know, I know that, you know. But the mob, when you see the mob mentality and the mob want to fry. Let me tell you something. When they want to fry, when they want to fry you, they fry you. Yeah. It's just like that. They, they, you know, they show up with torches at the at the house and say, "Give us the monster." Hey, you know what I'm yeah, saying? They come for the monster. <laughs> yeah, but they come for the monster with the torches. Yeah, they come man. With the torches. It is what it is. And and I think right now, um, you know, he could use all the support he can get. Yep. And um, you know, I wish him the best in in this plight. Now, and I don't believe that you should kick a man when he's down. Right. Um. So, 
you know. That sucker shit. Oh, exactly. what's ne- what's next for you? Because you, you, you know you, what? I'm I'm, just, I'm, lot, I'm working on the go to album. That's my focus. Um, other than that, I do have other things. Is that is that coming out independently or? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's independent. You know, congratulations, man! Thank like you. this is your first independent venture. Yeah, it really is um, record wise. Yeah, it is, and I'll see. You know, we'll find out what that means. Right. You know. Um. You know, it's a uh, it's a different time now. So, what do you think about these times, man? It's a completely different time. Well, it's just different. It's like, uh, you know, views matter more than sales, and I mean, not in dollars and cents, but in terms of impact. In terms um, of relevance. In terms of relevance. Right. It's like I put out, you know, my Hustler video on Worldstar and it got 5 million views. Yes. And then I put out the I'm Nice video with Murder Mook and Raekwon mm-hmm. and, and it got 8.5 million or 8.6 million views initially. I don't know where it's at now. Right. And um, and you I see mean, yourself looking at the views right now, right? The views. I'm like, yo, it's a lot of views. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to turn this into sales. It's a lot of views. <laughs> but, you know, it's... I think these times are great. Yes. I think that if you're great, people will pay attention. Yeah. If, you, if you're unique and you got something to say, people will pay attention. But I will say this. Back in the days, there was a zillion rappers running around, many different states, many different places, all saying that if they were in the game, they would be the one. Okay? Yep. Now you have every opportunity to get in the game. Get, you, you can you, upload the SoundCloud. You in the game, you can, baby. You can change the game on SoundCloud right now. <laughs> you in the game. Press, all you got to do is press upload right now. Right now. You got five views. Shut up. Yep. Because you got to prove it. Prove it. I'm not, don't get me wrong. I would never be, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, it would be beneath me to discourage guys. I'm not trying to do that. I believe that you should go after your dreams. I believe you should work hard. I believe you should create your music. But what I'm trying to show you is don't just think it's a conspiracy to stop you from succeeding. No one's trying to stop you from succeeding. You got to be great. That's right. That's and right. I say that to the old school guys too. That's right. Because they out here. Nobody owes be- you anything. They're beefing with these young, with the young gunners and they, they putting, they're trying to put their feet on their neck and they're talking down to them and they're talking crazy. And the reality is... Nobody owes you the, anything. Not only do they not owe you, but the reality is, oh, you know, for the OGs out there, yo, if you had some hot shit, people would listen. Yep. So so when you beefing about, you know, what this one's making and, you know, this one's making and what he's making and what he's not making. You're not playing the game right. It ain't even, it not a, yeah. yeah. You're not playing and the you're game And you're not right. making, you, you got to learn the rules of the game, play better than everybody else. There you go. And, you know, shorties, you know, I mean, so. Just make some hot shit. Stop beefing, man. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. take your old ass in the studio, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, L, man. <laughs> this has been such an honor and a, and a pleasure, man. It's my pleasure, and man. I sincerely wish you, man, continued success. And man. I, you, man. And, you and know, thanks for having me, man. Nah. I think what you're doing for the culture is amazing. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. You know, happy we got all got to break bread. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate you picking up that bill. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, oh, my man. Oh, you picked up the yeah, bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, on, on yeah. Ending, well, he's no. a good fella, so man, I had to, you know, I had to do it. <laughs> Thanks, Al. But uh, honestly, cool. as we as we end this on this note, I want to thank you, and I thank you for your contributions to just to everything, inspiring like a motherfucker. First of all, inspiring me to always stay fresh. You always stayed fresh. Thanks, Inspire, man. even like like I was telling Combat, booming system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I had an '88. Uh, that, that's all I want to do is drive around in December with the windows down, freezing my ass off, putting the system <laughs> yeah. on. Yo, LL, LL in the J-Lo video wearing that fucking white leather jacket with the with the NFL patches made me look all over. And, and also, before I told you, 
the I need love yeah. made me a young kid that didn't even know if I should say it. But when you said it, I said, shit, I need love. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is like, thank you. Yeah, but, Because we we, we, we we toss around that word legend so much, we appreciate yes, your sir. contributions. You are thank a you, legend, man. man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Internets, you know what it is, man. This is the Combat Jack. Dream those dreams and man up and live those dreams. Because a life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Blah. Blah. I ain't met the motherfucker who could do that yet. <laughs> yeah. Numenati! This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan, and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Networks production.